When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wanderers, welcome to episode 214. Episode 2, well shoot Dave, mm. season 2, There you go. episode 14, coming to you from Smoker's Lounge. But before we jump into it, Smoke Dragon, our friendly little reminder. Mm-hmm. If you're not watching on YouTube, head on over to YouTube, uh, give us a like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Our push to a thousand is getting closer. We get closer every day, which is great, but we need your help in getting over that mark. Facebook, we're there. We post reels, we post clips, we interact, we have fun, we ask questions. If you're not following and liking us on Facebook, you need to because we are active on it. Get us on Twitter, get us on TikTok, we're on the gram, you name it, we're there. You can find us. So, Jumping into episode 214, Big Bass, guess what? Tell me. Santa Claus Exterior Cleaning is bringing you today's episode. New sponsors, baby. Ho, 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 hello there. It's your old pal Santa Claus. Yes, the Santa. And I'm here to talk to you about one of my very favorite companies, Santa Claus Exterior Cleaning. They do it all. Low pressure roof and exterior washing, pressure washing, and even concrete sealing. Gutter clog removal? Check. Window cleaning that will make your reflection wave back at you? Double check. They also have specialized procedures for cleaning food processing areas, solar panels, and even memorials and headstones. Now hold your reindeer. They don't just like the dirty work. They're introducing a brand new product this year, decorative concrete coating. Four times stronger than epoxy, and it's tougher than your mother-in-law's fruitcake, and will last longer than a New Year's resolution. It will never fade, chip, or peel. On top of that, it comes with a limited lifetime warranty, because no one likes returning presents. They're not all soaps and suds, though. Since day one, they've donated 10% of their profits back to local children in need. Kind of like me, but they don't break into your house at night for cookies. Their technicians are OSHA certified, professionally trained, and can help you with residential, commercial, or industrial projects. So if your place looks like it hosted the after party for the naughty list, call Santa Claus Exterior Cleaning. They'll clean it up. 812-545-7050 or santaquotes.com. The Wandering Dutchman Podcast. Where none of us are Dutch... But we all live in Holland, Indiana. Join us where we talk about what we all wonder about. This is the Wandering Dutchman podcast coming to you from a non-frozen, kind of chilly, but comfortable Smoker's Lounge. Here we go! 
Hey, if you're listening to us on Friday morning, February 3rd, when this first airs, wake up, put your boots on, head out, have a hell of a day. If you're listening to us any other time after that, welcome to the show. Here we are. For record-keeping purposes, it is the evening of January 26th, and this will air first on February 3rd. We're coming to you from Smoker's Lounge. Across from me is the handsome and ever-dashing with the great mustache, Big Mace. Seeing the world through his rose-colored glasses is none other than David Allen Smoker. That's right. And yourself, myself here, Casey. That's it. I don't have a cool nickname. You look good. Big Smoke. Well, not Big Smoke. We got Big Mace. Yeah, it's Smoke Dragon. It's smoke Dragon or Smoke Daddy or Smoker. You're, you're or Esquire. Esquire. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to take off. Esquire. I don't know if it's going to be on the next round of T-shirts. Esquire. But uh, we're in here. We're after it. Uh, we, we are, are. Uh, the post- polar vortex we've survived yeah uh brutal now it's just a mud slop mess fellas this is we have entered the dirty winter stage yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. it's dirty for everything looks like shit that is true all the time yeah that is is, uh pretend spring one yeah yeah because it'll get cold again yeah it was 60 it was uh what was it it was 61 degrees last night Mm -hmm. when we were coming back from jasper yeah uh, into Huntingburg at like eight o'clock in the evening. It's just Mother Nature playing a big old prank on you. Yeah. She does it around Halloween. She's a fickle bitch. <laughs> just thinking those words. It's amazing <laughs> when you two connect like that. That's awesome. It's great. It is. So, all right, big fella, what you got? My foot is killing me. That's funny. You want to borrow my boot for I your have, foot? Well, it's wrong foot. I got right my right. Aren't foot, they ambidextrous? My right foot screwed up. Is your right foot screwed up? Yours is a lefty. I think that's a unif. I think that's unifoot. Unifoot. Yeah. 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 Unisex. Unifoot. Well, I think it'll probably work for either sex. I'll be God bless America. But no, I got some major nerve pain going on in my foot. Uh, too many uh, barefooted coaching baseball uh, games and. Uh, well, that's moment. funny you say that because there's probably a plethora of our. Our new fans, yeah, online that are going to say, "Well, you probably have foot problems because you're a fat ass, fat bastard." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shocker. Hey, I tell you what, why don't you guys I, stand in front of a mirror naked and you'll never want to eat again? I seen that today. Yeah. That was awesome. Well, or how about you just eat carrots? Yeah, that's the same one. That's oh, that's the same, same guy. guy. Yeah. Well, what's his beef? Did, did he go away? No, no. The one that went away was the one about. So, how many meals a day yeah. do you guys eat? I think that was probably just a scammer trying to hook us in, some kind of clickbait bullshit. And then there's somebody, no link though. Well, he yeah, wanted you right. to respond, and then he was going to yeah, try to then sell he, you then on he would hammer. Couch guy was wondering about where he said, yeah, "Where did he?" Because Jenna responded too. Oh, I didn't see that. I think we just need to. <laughs> we need and Couch Guy's not here today. Uh, Tease and peace. R.I.P. He, yeah. I mean, not no, R.I.P. no, oh, no, no, not R.I.P. Good God Almighty! Jesus. Couch Guy's gone. <laughs> uh, we, I think we need to. Couch he's, Guy he's, needs to create a social yeah. media account. Yeah, that he can go anonymous as Couch Guy. Yeah, and just start letting him eat. Yeah, I think we just. He just does. He just he on all platforms, YouTube and all of them. Yep. He just needs to be yeah. couch guy. Yeah. The wandering couch guy. And then just let it well, he doesn't wander. He plants his happy ass in here yeah. and he don't go nowhere. But But no, other than that, um, I'm going to a local specialist here Monday, try to get something going on. I got man, it sucks. It hurts bad. But uh yeah. uh other than that, 
I wore my Raider shirt today. Yeah. Southridge took a big win tonight over Forest well, Park. Well, be careful. Those Mesmer boys are near yeah. dear I, fans. Hey, we've seen him. i seen old uh, Matt uh, on the bench down yeah. there. Yeah, he, he looked good tonight. That, I texted him. I haven't heard back from him. Yeah. So, But on the other page, we took one on the chin last night. Oh, what happened? The Holland fifth graders, they got their first loss last night. Oh, no. Yeah, the old uh, Holy Trinity Saints over there put it on them last night. Mm. Those parochial recruiting bastards. Hey, big fella fouled out. Uh-oh. Big like fella. first half or? Oh. No, no, it's fourth quarter. But big fella fouled, uh, Maxwell fouled out, and then their, our main point guard, he fouled out. So <clears throat> we don't have much bench. We, we, not a lot of depth. Over we here, we don't have much depth. I knew depth was there. Yeah. We, nice. You're yeah. picking up. Yeah. I sport get guy. It. There Dave's we go. a big sport yeah. guy. Hardwood but, uh, you know, hardwood. <laughs> 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 but other than that, man, um, fighting this foot pain crap, um, trying to get those funky ticker beats lined up, lined out, you know, doing some other So you're things. still on the wagon, too, by the way. Yes, sir. I've been How's alcohol been? free for. Several weeks now, two, three and a half, four. I don't know. Or crap, I don't know. Twenty six days. Yeah, I guess. Is that the longest streak? No, I, I quit drinking for eleven months. When was that? Two thousand and your sophomore year of high school? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. When was that? Two thousand third? No, I don't know. It was somewhere in there. I got real. Uh, Hooked on drugs and and then I had to go to rehab, <laughs> rehab and they try to make me go to yeah, rehab and that's what they uh, they said, said was uh, no, the best no, thing for no. me to do so I did and I did it for eleven months so I can do it again. well it worked yeah I mean you're not on drugs anymore no anymore <laughs> no not currently no well I am now I'm on gabapentin nerve pill and it ain't doing shit because my foot still hurts but other than that um yeah regular old week um ready to get into this episode i can't wait for my first topic smoke dragon well monday i had to work on the little lady's van Uh oh had to get pretty deep into there for an old cooler of poor design i shouldn't say that last 187 thousand miles that's pretty good yeah so i did that so what was going on with it uh just oil cooler was leaking into the valley there underneath the lower manifold and then leaking out had a big pile of oil on it yeah because so it was it was overflowing out onto the transmission and then falling out on the ground so i thought we had a lower engine oil leak somewhere turns out it was all coming from the top so we just had to take off the upper manifold and the lower manifold and then a new oil cooler and you know it was a monday evening but it was fighting the weather and the rain Mm -hmm. i don't have room in smokers lounge for it to be a you know, a respectable shop anymore because it's so much more than that now. Yes. It's, it's kind of a multi-purpose facility. Yes. It's a multi-purpose facility. Yeah. So we got that done. One hell of a gathering place. Yeah. Hell yeah. And that's more important. Um, Ready to get to Harley going and changing the, the wheels on there. Found some speakers I really liked on the interwebs and I found them. I saw them in a picture and I found them and they were way too expensive. So I DIY'd me a set. He built his own for $72. So I'm pretty excited. I cannot believe how, like, nerd. I don't even know if nerd's a good word. It's that's the word. But I mean, but like, you, I can't remember. You said something about, like, I love being white trash. But yeah, like, well, doing, that, but doing like high tech white trash shit. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, smokerizing. Yeah, some people would, some people would kind of categorize that as like a, 
like meth heads and stuff like yeah, that. You know, yeah, like yeah. meth users. Yeah, just like jerry-rigging things. Good together. tinkerers. You like know. my uh, screened-in, well, you can't see it, I'm pointing at it, but I screened yeah. in the shop. Yeah. Jenna always, she's she's getting used to it, but she's like, I always get so pissed when you try to do this shoestring budget, then it works, so I can't really. Yeah. There's always, like my <laughs> ceiling. Shoestring budget. There, <laughs> that's that's a great word for it. But, uh, you know, that's sometimes. Right. But I always feel like I got something over on something. Well, sure, yeah. Like the motorcycle the, stereo industry is just ridiculous. Yeah. that's he's. I mean, he's thrifty. thrifty. Frugal. Yeah. yeah. Handy. Well, it's that can't engineering. Find handsome, they should at least find, find you handy. handy. Famous words of red green. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What we you go. got, bud? Well, uh, tough week in the Lindemann household. Mm, I know. Uh, my wife's father passed away on Monday. Um, so it's a tough kind of spot. Yeah. There had been, a, you know, he had a, there was an ATV accident and he fought hard for two weeks and just succumbed to it. And that was kind of flashback to what we talked about a little bit there because that was all shortly after it had mm. happened and everything transpired. But, yeah. Uh, we had that this week, so that was, uh, you know, took up a lot of the thought process and work. Yeah, uh, work's been busy. Uh, just seems like haven't been able to catch our breath with everything. But uh, you know, it's amazing. Um, you know, just I'll probably I'll save that for uh, last pass there. But you know, just been one of those busy weeks where it doesn't seem like you're home. And then uh, tomorrow, uh, the youngest Lindemann gets baptized uh gets washed away of original sin and we're going to celebrate his first birthday party because if you guys remember he turned one and i headed to texas mm-hmm. uh so we got uh chris and uh, my older brother chris is in town with uh amy and then um Corey's fiance is coming into town oh and good so every, and it was kind of i don't know it was it was bad that on janelle's side there was more of the extended family in town so I think we're hosting about 25 up on the hill tomorrow. So if you guys want to come up for some tacos and cold brews, oh my. you're more than welcome to. God, there ain't we'll nothing better than a good old baptismal taco. Yeah. So, Son of a buck. Well, I wanted to do pizza, and Janelle's like, I don't want to buy a bunch of pizza. And I was like, okay, we'll make tacos. <laughs> uh, but it is, uh, I'll say this, it is driveway fighting season. Oh, God, yeah. And my driveway uh, is a little battered and bruised right now. Freeze and thaw is brutal oh, on, that goodness. on that lane. Yeah. Not so, good on this one either. No, I mean, it, yeah. Uh, pretty pretty gnarly there on the corner. There. So I got some holes to rake in, and ah, I told. Let them beat through it. Yeah, well, they'll drive through the yard is the problem. <laughs> And then I'll be pissed about that. So, but it's been a busy week and a uh, lot going on. And I tell you what, I'm glad that we could kind of turn the page. And then I'd been having foot problems too, smoke. And so now my left foot is in a boot. And so my bingo card for 2024 is already full. Yeah. And I'm ready for 2025. Oh, gosh. Forget the rest of the year. Well, just wipe uh, out January. Well, yeah. that's true. Cause yeah, I got a birthday. Not- I got a birthday coming up. That's right. Uh, we got a we got a birthday to celebrate in September too. Oh yeah, oh that guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we got a birthday to celebrate in December too. Oh no, we're gonna go all out on in September. Yeah, his is his is the 40. big four zero. That's right. This guy's a like decade a weekend, older. A weekend long. Smoke, hey, I think it's be smoke stock six. Do you oh, think my. Uncle Todd would come down for your birthday weekend? <laughs> then he could puke in your yard and then your dogs eat it up. <laughs> I could. I, I don't know if I could be that lucky, but that'd be a. Yeah. That'd be a good. <laughs> I would gift. be honored. Hey, 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 anytime you want to come down and vomit in my yard, it, my it, yeah, Uncle Todd, you come on down. Yeah, we'll fire up the anytime. meth kettle band. We'll Let have the, the meth kettle out. going. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's get into hour one. Brought to you by our buddy Matt Krieg and Krieg Insurance. Hour one is presented by Matt Krieg of Krieg Insurance. I was on the Googler machine looking up some things, and I came across the list that had the top ten traits of successful insurance agents. They ranged from problem solver and self-motivated to honest and resilience. The two that really stuck with me were passionate and good listener. By the time I finished the list, I realized that I was looking at the traits of our buddy, Matt Krieg. Whether you are looking for life insurance, health insurance, or Medicare supplements, Matt Krieg is dedicated to helping you and your family. Give Matt a call today and see what he can do for you. All right. All right. Thank you, brother. 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 One hell of a model American. Our buddy Matt Krieg, boy, he's uh, he's a dandy. All right, guys. Topic one. Let's hear it. Everybody been seeing the news. Oh, yeah. Yep. Alabama man. Alabama man is executed. When was that? Yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, the 25th. The 25th. Go. Alabama carries out first known execution with nitrogen gas in the United States. I cannot believe. I mean, I am absolutely mind blown. Be that, a tough way to go. Th- yeah. So that's what I wanted to go with it because so this dude, uh, Alabama's inmate Kenneth Smith was his name, right? Kenneth. Kenneth. He kept the Kenneth. Yeah. He didn't. He, he wasn't Kenny for short. His name well, was I Kenneth. think when you're known by your police record, like the the. The mugshot isn't going to have your alias. It's no, have, I mean, hell, he could be like Ken Dog or yeah. K Money, K Swizzle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, something like that. K Dub. Yeah, Big K. What was his last name? K Smith. Yeah. yeah. Or Smitty. Maybe they call him Smitty. Yeah. Smitty. Smitty K. Smitty K. Smitty K. I like yeah. it. Special K. Oh, he gone now. Yeah, he gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turns out when you stab a woman to death. Did he actually stab her or was it just a murder for hire that never got... Well, I didn't read no, that I far th- into it. I thought he stabbed her at a church or something. Oh, maybe he did. I thought preaching the gospel and then stabbing somebody yeah. is probably one of the worst crimes mm-hmm. you could commit. So anyway, getting back to here, that he had a keeper, like a trapper keeper. No, sir. He had like a uh, a guy, like a uh, oh no no, like he, a life a coach. spiritual advisor. Sp- I saw yes, his, sir. I saw his interview. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, a spiritual advisor is what this Kinky guy was. Friedman had one. Yeah, who? Yeah, Kinky Friedman uh, ran for governor of Texas. He was a country music singer. He touted himself as the only Jewish cowboy, but his spiritual advisor was Billy Joe Shaver. Shaver or Schaefer? Shaver. Okay. Who, who coincidentally, I believe he shot a feller in the face in a bar one time in self defense and got away with it. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Yeah. Spiritual advisor. Yeah. So this guy is, uh, he's, he's given an interview. So I guess he must have been permitted to be like in the gallery. Oh, yeah. 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 Of, of the, the viewing, the execution. And he said that the guy just sat there and flopped like a fish. So, well, yeah. So funny. I think it's worth bringing up. Uh, I mean, maybe not everybody knows how that would work, but nitrogen thieves oxygen. Yes. So basically, you're just fish out of a water. 100%. Have it's you ever have you ever heard the people talk about like a high thought that maybe oxygen is what's actually killing you and nitrogen keeps you alive? Never no, heard that. Never heard You've that. never heard that? Okay. Good talk. <laughs> uh, yeah. In theory, 
The method involves replacing the air breathed by an inmate with 100% nitrogen, depriving the body of oxygen. Yeah, it says proponents argue that the process should be painless, citing nitrogen role in deadly industrial accidents or suicides, and the state indicated in court records that it believes nitrogen hypoxia is perhaps the most humane method of execution ever. I don't get it. Like, I mean, nitrogen's I, cheap in <laughs> in the big scheme of things. Good I think it's God, what the deal is. it was the 1988 murder for hire plot. Yeah, of Elizabeth Senate. Right. That's what. Okay, I didn't read it, but that's what made me think that it never happened. What did you say his religious advisor's name was? I don't know. Jeff Hood. There you Reverend go. Reverend Jeff Hood. Yeah. Billy Joe Shaver was one we were talking yeah. about. Kinky Friedman. Kinky Friedman's. Yeah. Man, I wish my name was Kinky. He's a weird duck. He had a show on CMT. Yeah. Say it was vote for Kinky. If you don't love Jesus, then go to hell. Oh my What's god. Campaign <laughs> slogan. But no, I, I just I just can't believe it. Like why okay, and, and the reason that they did this is because they had a failed execution attempt in twenty two because they said that he couldn't find a vein. How is that? Like, I know, hell, the the one lady over here dug around on you, big fella, for yeah. however long, and she eventually found one. But I just, I guess that was what got me is that why, I mean, like, they he couldn't, you know, like, everybody has to be able to be stuck, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I would only assume. Maybe there's a big Alabama football game that night before, and everybody's <laughs> a little hazy the next day and couldn't figure out how to work the needle. Well, it's um, the thing of it is with uh, like on two sides, like all these people can condemn it and say it's bad because like everything else in this country, everything's split. You're either on one side or you're on the other, and then you're so rampant, wild on the other one. But this guy chose this method. Yeah, so, like states but have options. They, but to didn't pick he from. try to appeal it as well because it was un inhumane? Inhumane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Maybe that's why he chose that way, thinking he'd have it. Did down. you know that Alabama is like one of the highest states in the United States for executions? Them in Texas. They've had 72 since 1983. Well, just think yeah, about we've it. only had probably two or three in that time. Uh, if any. Oh, we killed the Unabomber, didn't we? That's no, federal. Not Timothy. That might no, have been. not the Unabomber. We killed Timothy McVeigh. That was, oh, yeah. but that's Terre Haute. That's federal. Oh. This is state execution. Okay. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. The but the, there's a in federal Indiana. yeah there's a federal prison in Terre Haute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also a state prison in Terre Haute. Yeah. At Wabash Valley there. So they, but yeah, he was executed. Which one is in Carlisle? That's the one he's talking about. That's a state prison. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's Wabash Valley Correctional. Yeah. And yeah, and they then, have a level one, which and, is like the worst of the worst. And Terre Haute is is what's the one? Where's the federal one? Terre Haute. Terre Haute. Like in in city. Like they well, might even be West close Terre to Haute. each other. It it takes about fifteen minutes to get from one to the other. Yeah. So it's the same general neighborhood there, but that's like that one. Uh, that murder that happened south of us down here. Oh yeah, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of Spencer County. Yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, the victim's name in that because the the murder is the his like Roy Lee Ward or some shit. Yes, and that his name, but he's been on it since he's been on death row. That was what early '90s. Oh yeah, or late '90s. Yeah, because we I cause just dad, sucking down the taxpayers' money. Well, you should. 
hang them high. That goes pretty quick too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess we were talking about this at work, and I it, it hit Stacy Payne. That's what it was, the Stacy Payne girl. Mm. She they were swimming in a swimming pool, I believe, right there. You know where Denny's is now. If you're going south on 231, go across the interstate, mm-hmm. and there's that little brown house right there on the on the uh, south side of the interstate. And I guess this dude, yeah. So here's a little bit more. Uh, in 1988, Smith was convicted of murdering Elizabeth Dorleen Sennett Sene, in Colbert County, Alabama. We'll have to call Andy McHugh and find out where Colbert County, phone Alabama a, is. We'll have to phone a friend. Phone a friend. Sennett was the wife of Church of Christ pastor Charles Sennett. There we go. Who I, paid Smith and another man $1,000 to kill a spouse, which that's cheap. That's Yeah. In the movies, it's at least a five-figure number there. Really? I you think know, so. but really, if the fella didn't have any means, like if he didn't have a house, didn't have any good place to live, think about it. He got a thousand bucks. He probably went out and spent it on hookers and cocaine or something. <laughs> days leading to his arrest. Yeah, but if and it he's was had three squares and a cot every day since. But if he did it with another guy, he only got five hundred bucks. And that I know it's a long way on hookers and blow in nineteen eighty eight in Alabama. Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah, she know. was beaten by a fireplace implement and stabbed ten times in the chest, and that sounds holy brutal. shit. He was sentenced to death, but it was overturned on appeal in 92. The jury then sentenced him to life without parole by a vote of 11 to 1. But Smith ultimately wasn't spared a death sentence as a judge overruled the jury and said, nope, death penalty anyways. <laughs> so he's been sitting on death row since 96. But that's, um, ah, he didn't I don't know. Go to, he didn't go to, oh, no, death row since 96. Yeah, he's been on death row since 96. How long has he been a ward of the state there? Well, murder for hire in 88. So in 89, he was sentenced for capital murder. So I would assume you're probably talking about a year or two for arrest and trial. He was maybe arrested in 80. Well, it says in 88, he was convicted. So so he was he was uh, funded by the government for damn near as long as I've been alive. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that nuts? Well, and this... The guy's middle name was Eugene, by the way. Hmm. I don't know. It's, they're taking they're taking heavy fire over this. The state of Alabama, Alabama. yeah. Well, but they're, the getting, Al- they're getting it, it, was, from the, it was they're coming bit. from the UN. But the Alabama official said like it went the way it was, like it was supposed to. Like he moved a little bit, but he wasn't flopping like a fish. Yeah, the the one guy, that actual uh, representative from the prison or whoever the guy, the bald guy in the suit, he said that it was just. You know, it's involuntary agnal breathing and some other things that's, you know, that comes with the territory. I guess the only thing I'd have an issue with it and or the only thing that made me question is to me, it could be hard to watch, I think, to watch somebody suffocate because mm-hmm. you got to think in the gallery, there still could be family there that think they want to be there. For well, sure. There was. Yeah. But may, do you do you want that in your head? You know what I mean? Well, like, here's it's funny you bring that up, Dave. That That was my thought is. Should it be something that you don't want it to scar the person further that's trying to get closure? I we always we talked about it in law school, or we might have been I might have been practicing already, and you talk to other guys and be like, would you like if you had a client that you represented, you lost, but you did everything you could, yada yada yada, whatever, whatever, would you want to watch it happen? And it was amazing the split of kind of how everything was, and I think what you get caught up in is in thirty years of this guy sitting in prison. There's no telling what he got involved in. Right. Sure. No telling what kind of education he got. He gets this spiritual advice. I mean, 
They don't find Jesus until they murder somebody. Exactly. And that's and some people would say, hey, that's good because at least he found God and he found Jesus. But then there's a lot of people that say he's just doing that because he's trying to save his life down the road. All these people miraculously find God when they need to, which I guess is a good thing. And I'm not saying it's bad, but how many of them really do it for the right reasons and how many of them do it? So had when they tell me once that atheism never killed drug or never cured drug addiction. <laughs> I think, just, I think it was just uh, some folks are saying it just to say it. Oh, oh shoot! I don't know. It's um, I forgot to push play on the timer there. That's by the okay. way, that's um, it's just a. But I don't know. We always talked about it, and I said if I had a good relationship with the guy, like not befriended, but you know, when you represent some of these people, some of them are just truly, truly, truly just evil. And you don't want anything to do with that evil. You know, if this guy, you know, he probably had a rap sheet already because most of the time you don't get asked randomly no. to commit murder for hire without somebody knowing that you're willing to at least do it or entertain the thought of it. Because I don't think you just wake up on a Tuesday, Dave, and say, hey, I think I'll take a thousand bucks and go kill a lady. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's got to be some kind of precursor there. But I wonder what the husband got. Googler could find it. He'd get those little fingers fired up going. What What do you mean? Well, the he would hired the guy that conspiracy to commit murder. He probably got a life sentence. That'd be good. Really? I, I, I'm I guess, speculating. I guess I'm playing devil's advocate here, but if you're a, you know, well, you've got an influential position at that point in time. And maybe if you've got a weak minded or weak willed person yeah I'm, I, I'm not trying to stick up for the guy that did the murder and he's probably a bag of shit i'm sure yeah well but i'm was. just saying we can talk about him in the past tense yeah he's dead he gone yeah but uh you know that's i hope the person that had some sort of influential position got what he had coming to i guess yeah yeah uh i would you know that the tough thing with these is you just that's why i love um was it on Netflix? Making a murderer? Oh, not yeah. Not making a murderer, uh, but the death row show. Oh. Where you interview those people that... I'm a killer. Or I am a killer, yeah. I love I love watching those, because when Janelle and I first started watching them, she would be like, oh my gosh, that guy seems like a good person. And I'm, I'll go, okay, honey. Well, 95% of what you, he just told you, he's full of shit. Yeah. I said, let's dig, you know, you do a little deep dive and research on these people and you're like, oh my gosh, they are inhumane, what they did and what they did to other people. And it just finally caught up with them. I'm like, that's exactly right. You, it's just, those guys will rationalize and tell you everything one way or the other, why they're not bad people or they didn't do anything wrong or nothing because they think you're a mark and a sucker. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that you get that perspective unless you work in the business because that's where like these people, you know, that prison official, very probably cold calculated, a written statement that they've worked out to provide with everybody, but they know what this guy really did. They know who he was, how he acted, what was going on around him. And yeah, some people do change, but some people change for the image of it because someday they think it's going to pay off for them. And that's how criminals act and think. They're always, some are playing the long game. If you've been on death row for 30 years, you're playing the long game, right? So yeah. it's an interesting thing. I don't, you know, it'll, 
it's so expensive now for counties to try uh, death penalty or life without parole cases. Yeah. So you don't even see them anymore. A lot of times in these cases, super heinous, you'll see them charge. They'll enter into a plea where the defendant agrees to life without parole because they de- they take the death penalty off the board. But these counties, it could bankrupt a county to try a case because you're probably, I would hate to think about how much money you have in it, but in a life without parole or death penalty case in the state of Indiana, you get an automatic appeal by right. And so you you think about the, um, oh, what is the state trooper's name, southeast Indiana over there, like Floyd County Ward. Um, uh, Cam Ward, Cam Lee Ward, I don't know. I don't know why the, that, but he, I think, three he had one appeal, got a new trial, had a second appeal. Did he kill another his wife? Tri- he did not. There was a... Wasn't there a cop that killed his wife? That's who I'm talking about. Oh. And it took till I think, the third appeal where he was finally found not guilty, but there was just stuff at each level of the trial that judges allowed that the Court of Appeals was like, ah, you can't do that. So think about that. I mean, you're... Oh. Go ahead. Sorry. Epiphany. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no hey, I please. I'm. No, I just finally these. found what I was looking for. Okay. A week after Elizabeth's murder, Elizabeth Sennett. Yeah. Charles Sennett Sr. killed himself when he learned he was suspect he was a suspect in the murder. Billy Gray Williams was sentenced to life imprisonment without possibility of parole and died in prison November of 2020. Smith and John Forrest Parker were both sentenced to death. So who was the other guy? The preacher husband. Yeah, the yeah, husband was the guy who killed himself. The accomplice. Billy Gray uh, Williams. So there was three, there was three of them involved. Yeah, in Billy it, Gray Williams was sentenced to, sentenced to life without parole. What was his role in all this? Remember there was two people? They had to split the thousand Yeah, but he said three. And then the- yeah, so then they got Smith and John Forrest Parker were both sentenced to death. So I don't know who this Billy Gray feller was. Oh, that's not the husband. No, sir. Charles Sennett was the oh. husband. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Sounds like a wild deal. We may need to look into that a little bit later. Wow. Is there a uh, fact gathering? Yeah. Well. Pretty wild. I think it said what there's like 45 others that have elected this nitrogen. Uh, yeah. I don't know. How do you, I mean. I don't know what lethal injection feels like, but I feel like if they just pump some shit in your arm and you go to sleep and that's it, you know, I'd be a little... It's the same stuff they use to put down dogs. Yeah. It's it's like a high... The high only thing I animals. can figure is I thought I seen something where there was appeals because they thought it was inhumane to do it that way. Oh, yeah. Like, so maybe people are picking it, hoping that it'll, it'll get, get... Go, go well, away. But here's, here's the wild thing of it. You know this was recorded. Mm-hmm. So... If you, I mean, you can't really blur out the face because you know who it's going to be. But if you have this reverend saying he flopped like a fish out of water (laughs) and you have the other jail official that was like, well, that's, he didn't feel it. He was out within a few seconds and that was his body just slowly, you know, you slip into unconsciousness and then he doesn't feel the rest of that. Jesus takes the wheel. Yes. Yeah. I mean, think about in the day when they uh, used to strap you. Maybe. Maybe, yeah, yeah. You strap, They strapped you into the chair, put the wet sponge on your head, oh, and flip the switch. <laughs> the That'd be a tough way. What was the one guy? Some dude got executed one time, and, and they it was uh, 
it was in the probably the late seventies, eighties, somewhere, you know, and they were like, turn all the lights off. Everybody, they, they wanted everybody to turn their lights off at home, thinking that there'd be more power going to the chair or whatever. I can't remember what. That yeah, was. Uh, I don't know why they don't bring back firing squads. I know. Was it three and five? Five guys, three bullets. Is that yeah, what it is? Well, like but you could nowadays you could do it with a you could set it up with a robot to do it. And just take it back to the woods. Just, just push the button. Yeah. Or you didn't even have to do it. You could have AI do it. Guillotine. Oh. Get the old apple basket heads, out. Heads will roll. Let them in there. So think about the frontier justice when they used to just hang them, hang them in the courthouse square. We were talking about that today, too. Anyway, this is getting pretty dark. So let's uh, shift gears here and go on to you, Casey. Well, it's what funny you, got, you bring fella? that up. Things in your commute are driving in general that make you want to commit a felony on someone. <laughs> I spend uh, approximately 500 plus miles in my vehicle commuting to work every week. Now, some may be shocked by that. But let me just tell you that I was still driving 500-plus miles a week in my previous line of work. So the driving is different, and I drive further one way now, stop, park, work my day, and drive back. And in my previous world, it was multiple trips to multiple places in about a 35- to 40-mile radius, depending on the week. I see a lot of wild things on the road. Oh, yeah. I see a lot of interesting things on the road. I've got it really timed down for the most part that I can have a pretty good commute taking Highway 64 because mm-hmm. I like going through town. I'll see Big Fella every once in a yeah. while, see what's going on in the world. I miss driving through town. And by mileage-wise, it's a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get caught by anything, you can cruise just as well, make it in time for what you need to do. But there are some days where you get behind some of these imbeciles that I just, Dave, for the life of me, I just can't. I want to yank them out of the vehicle, rip their arms off, and beat them with them. We were sitting at a stoplight one time. I think it might have been just your regular old run-of-the-mill four-way intersection with turn lanes. And we were facing east, and there was a line of traffic that was coming from, you know, heading west. And a friend of mine, who I shall name, or that I'll leave nameless, but describe every detail about him. He's bald headed. Anyway, <laughs> bald headed, bigger fella. Yeah. Drives a Ford pickup truck. Yeah. He was sitting with me and he's like, hey, you ever just wanted to like put it in drive and put your foot on the floor and just race through this intersection and just plow into that car over there? <laughs> and I would look at him and I'm like, what the f- did you just say? He's like, yeah. I mean, have you ever just wanted to just plow into that other car over there? And I was like, no. Like, it's never really crossed my mind. But I'll tell you who's bad about this. This whole road rage thing and, like, this whole commute. Your wife? The warden. Yeah. She, oh, boy. Like, she doesn't do well in like high stress situations. Like when she's a co-pilot, like if she had like, um, I don't know, shit to throw at people or something yeah. like that, she would probably do it. But I deal with this literally every day of my life at work. Oh, 40 yeah. hours a week, I deal with this. And uh, it's, uh, 
I'll tell you something, boys. The public will blow your mind when it comes to driving and, and like, just, oh, boy. Yeah, we see all kinds of cool shit. They're, the ones that get me, the ones that get me probably the most are the ones that will run the red light, run the stop sign, or do whatever they can to get out in front of you and then not do, like, 10 or 15 miles an, over, miles an hour that their quickest movement is them <laughs> violating the traffic laws, Dave, to get in front of you, and then they don't go anywhere. You know what pisses me off, David? What's that, buddy? When you're trying to pull into, when you're trying to pull out of a parking lot into the road, mm-hmm. like into the roadway, the highway, or the traffic flow, or no. You are the one on the traffic flow, and someone's trying to pull out of the parking lot, and there's like 20 cars in front of you, and then there's a mediocre gap between you and the car in front of you, but there's nobody behind you, and that they've been waiting there so long that they just gun it and pull out in front of you, Yeah, and then even though there's nobody, nobody behind, behind you. So I have to cram on my brakes to keep from hitting them. But yet, once again, there's still nobody behind me. Yeah. That's the guys that piss me off. The ones that do five to seven under on the county roads, you're the worst person ever. Now, see, I'm that person sometimes. Like on a county road, some days I'm just cruising, and I don't got anywhere to be. Well, Dave, I know your truck, and I'll be like, oh, it's just probably Dave. He's out cruising. I can hear the chopper music blaring from the speakers. Like he's just out enjoying the day. I got them rose-colored glasses on. But when I'm cruising to get to, and it's it's more or less when I have somewhere to be. Oh, it's always when that I can't way. handle. It's always that way. And it's uh, I watched somebody. It's been a couple of weeks, but Huntingberg's got a McDonald's there on the southwest corner of two thirty one and mm-hmm. sixty four. It's kind of a poor place to put. Yeah, yeah. We but, re- we were really shocked that the state would even uh, grant them the uh, right. Has to, there been any wrecks there yet? Oh yeah, this the day like the day it opened. Okay, there are two so, days after. Right, so, right in that first day. So they put on that side that comes out onto 64 Mm -hmm. they had a left turn lane there Mm -hmm. that they then subsequently put a median for yeah and i watched some jackass stop the world so he could turn left out of there when clearly everything makes you go to the right right and i just i just can't i just can't handle it and i and the other thing that gets me too is these people that don't use their turn signals oh, until they're right on top of the turn. Oops. So you're sitting there waiting, 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 oh, waiting, waiting, me. waiting, waiting, waiting. And then all of a sudden, last second turn signal, and you're like, well, that's cool. You could have done it 200 feet ago. Or you don't use a turn signal at all. I felt like I turned mine on a little bit too early sometimes too. Can never turn it on too early. Uh, oh, yeah. If there's can. another driveway or road. <laughs> Yeah. If you run it for a half like, where mile. Where the hell's is so much turning? He's been turning for two miles. We all know where I stand on passing in the turn lane. Oh, yeah. Love it, Dave. Because that's a safety <laughs> thing for folks. My other one, though, that... And that one fires me. I was like, come on, you're going to kill somebody just trying to be in a damn hurry. Mm-hmm. But the one that pisses me off is if I'm on the interstate doing well faster than the... Um, Posted speed limit, you know, flow of traffic wise. Right. And then you can tell there's a damn congestion coming. And then you get that jack wagon <laughs> oh, that God. zips around you in the slow lane. 
basically what you guys are talking because there's a half a car length. What there. about what about whenever there's it says like you know one lane closed ahead and there's uh, a big ass line. I will bump. let that mother trucker hit the pylon. Like I'm not letting him over. Yeah, that's like what, if you're gonna stay in there to try to get ahead. Yeah, then I will speed up and match your speed. Yeah, no matter that's what you how do. Uh, the warden was. She's like, don't you dare let them in. Don't you dare let them in. You know, and I'm like. Whoa. Why? Like they got to get in. She goes, "No way, uh, uh-uh. they could have got in, you know, just seven, like everybody seventeen else. cars ago, like in everybody the zipper else." Pattern in the damn zipper pattern. I love when the truckers will block the two lanes. Oh yeah, they'll communicate mm-hmm. and they'll block the two Shut lanes. Shut her down because you see people having absolute meltdowns. I guess the only thing will piss me off worse than anything, and it's a safety thing again. If you're in something like that. Like a shutdown on the interstate, like mm-hmm. it just stopped. Them dick wads that start passing in the shoulder. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. Well, because the problem is, <laughs> if, you're stopped, <laughs> if you're stopped, somebody is likely been in a wreck. And yeah. that's the only way for emergency medical to get through. Yeah. Do you ever open your door when they're driving through? No. Absolutely. I've done that. <laughs> what if they rip your door off? Good for them. I'll get a new truck and I'll okay. have all sorts of mental anguish. It's a tissue injury to boot. I just, I see it. See you in Judge Judy, bitch. I, I just, I drive so much and I see it and it, and it's just, I, there's times where I just absolutely, it just instantly it flips the switch. And I'm, I, everybody see, everybody knows what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the worst thing. Everybody's like, yeah, you know, it happens between here and there, or it happens. Yeah. They, I, uh, like some people just have no clue. So, okay, uh, rewind to our, the polar vortex and go back to the snow. That morning we had the snow. Yeah. It pisses me off so much how people drive here in Indiana when the roads are, got snow on them. Like, it's just like they've they've never done it. It's like you, you I'm got two types. I'm convinced you guys have never seen snow until you got, then. That's what I mean. You got two types of drivers, though, in that weather. You got the one that's way too fast yes being an idiot yes and then you got the other one that's way too slow that who is, shouldn't be out who there is just as e- equally as a, a risk I, and a hazard as the one that's going now see i'll like pass people i'm the one that gets called a moron i don't go like breaking speed limits no but on 64 if somebody's doing 15 miles an hour i'm gonna try to go around there them. yeah i absolutely as long as it's not like death it could always be a sheet of ice so as, yeah. as long as it's clear I'll pass somebody because I'm just as worried about being behind them. And yeah, that's I what am. I mean. Like well, it's terrible yeah. sometimes. I mean, it. It there's no reason why in a four wheel drive pickup or a four wheel drive SUV that weighs ten tons and her with her name being Tanya, that I shouldn't be able to put that bitch in four high in the snow and just cruise, you know, forty five, fifty mile an hour on on the wide open stretches. And like when it, I see brake lights come on yeah, real dude. sporadically. Oh my god. Like it's not driving that's gonna hurt you. It's trying to stop. Like yeah, the you gotta give yourself the, the ample room to stop. Ample room to slowly correct and get yourself where you're going. I think we should probably I don't start a driving school. No way. I okay. could, that's I mean, that's where I'm going. Like that's the creek I'm wanting to paddle down here, but I don't think that I could do it. I'm training a young driver. Oh, I, yeah, I couldn't do it either. I, I I helped, not in my truck. I helped Justine's sister, the one sister, I think, a couple times, and I was, oh my god, it was terrifying. 
I just I couldn't I couldn't imagine being a legitimate driver's training instructor. I couldn't. Uh, do they it. probably drink a little. We bit. had a so we did when we took. <laughs> You'd have to burn one down, smoke a joint before we get in there. All right, man, when we took real. when we took we took driver's training still at the school. Yeah, because I think we I did it at Tecumseh High School. Oh, did you? Yeah. I did it at Southridge. Yeah, that year, going into our freshman year. Right. So that would have been. 2000 and yeah they don't do it anymore which is a shame because that was a fun summer yeah but we had one in our vehicle day one early and we were turning right onto 231 to head south and might have cut it a little bit too much where we almost (laughs) like like it we blows my mind. That it, the, like you the know, I, I wouldn't want my kid riding with new drivers. Well, no, but here's exactly what happened. So it was that scary of a situation because how we did it, we had Chevy Impalas, mm-hmm. and you had two in the back, a student driving, drove. and then you had the teacher. Yep. And so what? How it used to be, somebody would get picked up, and then you'd kind of pick up everybody. You drive your turn and you go about it. Mm-hmm. Well, after the first day of this person driving. Our driving instructor dropped us off when we were done driving because it was that much of a hazard. <laughs> we there was like we had do you know the foot brake? The, the I never took he had driver's to use ed. it. What? I never took driver's ed. Well, how'd you get a driver's license, Dave? Took me like six months longer. Um, oh, you waited till yeah, yes. So okay. I had a learner's permit for longer than most people do, but mom was like, Yeah, we're not paying for that shit. So no drivers in. Yeah, which you, is weird because I was wait, driving when I was six, like nine, sixteen and a half. If used to like if you waited till you were sixteen and a half, you didn't have you to have to go it. take the driver's you just, test. You just tested out and did it. Which now I think if you take driver's ed through these gigs, you don't have to take a driving test over there. Oh wow! I don't. I was just talking about the brake pedal, the passenger yeah, brake yeah, pedal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then some of them had steering wheels. Oh, I've never. I just didn't seen. They? I've just seen the. Ones I don't think the they pedal. put a steering. They didn't have steering there. wheel. Well, on our situation that first day, we were. He was coming back, on the back way. You know where Doug Mesmer lives, mm-hmm. on uh, Old Huntingburg Road. Old Huntingburg Road out there. We almost ended up in the ditch, and he had to slam on the freaking brakes there too. After that first day, we didn't ride together in the car. <laughs> tough spot, Dave. Let's go, buddy. Maybe you got a topic that's uplifting and joyous. Not really, but it's funny because my sister, actually, I was talking with her this week, and she kind of sparked this memory of mine. And then, actually, my aunt posted something about it on Jenna's page or our page, the Dutchman page or something. But uh, you ever have any food experiences that are just so bad that you just can't move away from it? Yes. Yep, yep, so have I. Uh, So when I was probably eight or 11, somewhere in that general range. Mm-hmm. It was at a Christmas function. Mm-hmm. There was a chocolate tray out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course, I was getting in there, and I got a hold of a chocolate. Yeah. I'm finding out it was a chocolate-covered cherry, and I don't like cherries. Oh. A cordial. Yeah. Cordial or cordial? Cord- cord- cordial. A cherry cordial? Cordell Walker. Yeah, Cordell Walker. June. Uh, the eyes of the ranger but I was... Upon you. I didn't want to be Wilford Brimley. <laughs> I've and got diabetes. This cherry out because there's a bunch of people there. Yeah, heaven forbid rude. that. No, sir. So I just sat with it in my mouth. 
for like three hours. Just sw- swallow the son of a bitch. Couldn't do it. Oh, my goodness. So I wasn't gracious. talking. I just had this cherry <laughs> chipmunked off in my mouth there. <laughs> Quiet in the corner. I, I still don't like cherry. I though. got turbo sick one time when McDonald's had a mushroom Swiss burger. But it was either that or or something extremely food poisony at Red Lobster, and it was in we were in Bloomington. Uh, the warden was in school, still in the dorms. Ooh, still in the dorms, and I was up there crashing in the dorm with her one weekend or one time, and we went out to eat, and I got just, I mean, trash can sick, man, like. Yeah, terrible. Puking in it. It was not no bueno. And I I struggled eating uh Yo Mac D's and uh Dead Lobster for quite some time. So that was mine. I don't know that I've had any experience that I could say truly threw me for the loop to tequila tequila's kind of rough mm. one time i i, I, I only I, had tequila at one time a barf and i and i drank uh yeah but he was talking about food yeah well yeah true because if you're gonna do that tequila and i <laughs> after yeah i can't uh jaeger bombs make me for me it probably is <laughs> make me happy or they used to, I haven't had a Jaeger bomb nice. in nice. I can't do it. I'd sure give one a go. <laughs> My ticker might not like it. No, sir. No. That'd probably be a bad idea. Food that you have had such a bad experience with. So when my when I was a kid, every time my mom would make Brussels sprouts in the house, like she would steam them and then like, you know, saute them up a little bit with some butter and whatever she'd do with it. I don't know how the hell she made it, but it smelled like... Now this is a God's honest truth. It would sm- it smelled like if you had busted the gut bag on a deer, Oof. and then you get that that gastrointestinal smell. It smelled like I associated that with the smell of with Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I could. And there for the longest time, I couldn't even fathom eating a Brussels. Sprout. By the way, until lately. Speaking of deer, I was. On 56, headed from the resort to Jasper. And I was Nicholson Valley territory, mm-hmm. just east of Nicholson Valley. Yeah. They've got an albino deer running around up there. Oh, cool. There's one that runs around by Jeff's Bait and Guns, too. Because I, I was dry, I was cruising and I was like, oh, the deer out there. I was like, what's there a white dog out there with those deer for? Maybe we shouldn't talk about it anymore. Okay. Always we bad luck. No. You don't want somebody. To we don't want, you don't want every. Tom, Dick, and Harry knowing where your albino deers are at. Saw an albino turkey last time I went to. Oh, I seen about 200 of them. No, this was, this was a <laughs> I wild seen about one. 200 of them. buddy Brandon Shaver's got oh, yeah, three seen, houses full of them. seen about 200 of them. Nobody has semi- turkey farms up home. Oh, no shit. There's like 14 turkeys out in the cornfield, and then one of them was white. And I was like, what in the shit is that seagull doing up <laughs> Seagull. <laughs> <laughs> My. I, uh, I My. saw a fan and friend of the program, Chad Wortman, tonight. He had just gotten new birds. He's turkey oh, farmer. We just saw uh, him Wednesday at the Legion. We, yeah. uh, what the hell was it? There, was, there, are, there are wild turkeys around here that have... Bred with the not wild, yeah. Like, like sometimes uh, a rogue uh, 
house bird will get loose walking after midnight. Yeah, and and then uh, that's what happens there. Yeah. And so that was at first what I thought, but I talked to my you know I called my uncle up, and I just don't know of anybody in that neck of the wood like like this was new to me. Nobody has poultry back home. But uh, be damn. that's wild, isn't it? I wonder why the hell that's not. Why would because they don't have any processing beef plants for it. Well, yeah, I guess you're. So right. there are some chicken. Yeah, operations in two <laughs> counties north. Yeah, but they're for eggs. Like they're not mm. processed. I'm, yeah. I guess maybe they get processed later. But they're egg they plants. do. Crystal Springs. There's an egg plant pretty close to us. What was Widenbrenner? One of the other ones. Wasn't there some? Weren't they going to do some kind of? Yes, egg plant that was down then, at uh, in like uh, Wark County, down by that. Yeah, the mine, like the beam, huh? Or like the emoji? No, the egg plant. Yeah, it was a. Uh, Good God! It was it was something like that, yeah, like a hatched. What happened a, with that? I think they nixed it. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Foods that you still can't. I can't think of anything. Hmm. My middle boy won't eat my meatloaf anymore because he got a stomach bug. I don't. Uh, nobody else in the family got it, but he tied it to the the Highlander loaf. Mm-hmm. I'll be damned. Yeah. So he he doesn't eat real well on the night. I had an he issue. He doesn't eat real well anyway. Yeah. He's the pickiest kid I've ever yeah, been around, bad, I believe. Bad shape. Yeah. I think there was a time Yeah, bad shape. <laughs> where I was went away from Bratwurst for a little bit because oh, a guy had uh What a loser. We were at a barbecue and the guy cooked them for about a minute on each side. Oh boy. And that <laughs> I have no problem. Nothing better than a good old raw broad, huh? <laughs> yeah, because it was one of the ones that wasn't pre-cooked. And I had a little issue when you bite into it, and you're like, that's still raw. You ever had a rare pork chop? No. Yeah. Yeah, I did that one night accidentally trying to cook over the fire in the cabin up there at Viv's. Mm-hmm. It was frozen when Grandma I started Viv? it. Yeah, she was a hey, did you tell her she's a YouTube sensation now? No, I haven't yet. But well, I, I don't know how. Going up there I actually see. don't know how those shorts did. But, uh, yeah, so I stuck my knife through a frozen pork chop and hung it on the <laughs> soup hook, you know, in the fireplace. Frozen? Well, yeah, that's all I could find. And uh, swung it over the fire, and I bit into it, and I'm like, oh, this is good. So I gave my buddy half of it, and he was like, it's not cooked. And I was like, well, <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's no, fine. they say you're not supposed to eat pork because it's got the... 165. Trichinosis. No, no, that's turkeys. No, that's bears. Yeah, okay, same thing pigs get. Yeah. That's where you're not supposed to. But but most of them, okay, I'm not going to get into that. That'll be a whole thing. Most of them. It's it's less common now that they're more domesticated and medicated. Well, that's what Janelle always says, these people that are big free-range bird things. Janelle's like your Ooh. bird, your birds that are raised in a controlled environment are a hell of a lot healthier for you yeah. than the ones that are out wild, picking parasites, picking yeah. other things like that. And there was a uh, pigs don't get trichinosis, just less common. There was a confirmed case of avian flu in. Uh, I saw that up north there, close to us, uh, Davies County, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Or were you not going to name the county? No, I didn't. Okay, I, I didn't know. Oh, they had that outbreak since I've been here. Yet. Yeah. Because that, because there was a time where they had to go and put all them turkey flocks. Well, around. Dubois County had it just what five six years ago. Well, probably longer nah, than that. I, don't I think was it, no, it wasn't that long. It was like two years ago. I was definitely working at the city when it happened, really? because we were working on the highway. Matter of fact, it might have been when we were working uh, on the highway up there by uh, MacD's, where the trucks that were hauling that 
were coming through town with the roll-offs, and it, oh, it was atrocious. Cause they like, just, they were hauling them to, uh, I think they haul them to Owensboro or something. There's like a special place to get rid of that kind of stuff down there. But yeah, they, they had to leave them they, in the house for... I, I wouldn't think they would haul them, though. Because mm-hmm. would that not spread it? No, they... After so it has to be they they let it sit for I don't know how many days and then once they let it oh s- what's Bo Jangles Bo Jangles just climbed and up he the- survives yeah where'd he go he-, he climbed across and then up the back of the monster neon sign and oh, hopped up damn, there he scared the shit out of he him. looks good yeah looks like he's been keeping his winter weight on. Good grief. <laughs> he thought yeah, out February 2022 was the first confirmed commercial turkey farm in Indiana and Dubois County as of 23. Yeah. Well, it had 10 confirmed commercial properties during that time. Okay. Well, I thought they were, I thought it was closer to 2013 or 12 they had one too. And they, that may have been. That uh up in the northeast Dubois. County. Friend of the program turkey farmer Brandon Schaefer, you talked to him about it and he said it's it's these damn geese. He said yeah. it's these geese, and he goes, they don't, they won't let you kill them, but they hang around your house. They, and uh, that's how they get it. They had a trap at the sea at the event center in Huntingburg, trying to catch like ducks or whatever to yeah. test them to test them because they think it's like if one of them got it, like their whole little flock, their whole gaggle. Well, and it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't kill them. It's nothing to flock around with. You gonna bleep that out? Flock around? No, I'm no. Hmm. Okay. I'll tell you one more thing that's not ready to be flocked with. What's that? The three big things. Yeah, that's true. Our buddy Bradley O'Haney, and he keeps sending them. We keep reading We keep covering them. Here for this, the week of January 22nd, how did the middle finger become so offensive? The naughty middle finger gesture, or flipping the bird, was likely developed by Greeks around 2,500 years ago to offend each other. You guys big users of the bird? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I just watched this TikTok just tonight where he's like, what do you do? Is this little, uh, I don't know uh, where he's from, but I would, Indian, but Middle East Indian. Okay, yeah, uh, the country of India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, if you flip somebody off and they flip you off with both, what are you supposed to do? And he showed a way, he's a kid, he was probably 14, <laughs> to like interlock his fingers together. And at any rate, it made it look like he had three middle fingers flipped up. <laughs> and he was like, nobody can beat that. And I was like, no, that kid, now going places. So uh, Cesar says that you, like, there's a hand gesture for the... Now I don't correct me I don't I don't know if it's just for like Mexican men or Mexicans in general or if it's like blanketly you know for Hispanics like El Salvadorians and Guatemalans whatever but they take their wrists like this and they like they make like a circle and they like that like Blake you remember Cesar showing that like they do that they just now isn't there a whole whistle yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. yeah, big whistlers. Hispanics are, but it, it's that's more of like a. Are you painting with a broad, broad brush on that? What do you mean? It seems like to say Hispanics are big whistlers. Like no, I think it. Yeah. Hey, hola, vato. 
That's what they I do. think there's like a, a MF or whistle, though, too. Oh, see, I don't know about that one. I just know that, that, you know, he just, you know, they do shit like that. I don't know what it means. Like, you know, here, that. by the way, here's the read uh, lead into the article because we all think about the bird being like a big F you, you mm-hmm. know. I think some countries it could be like a pinky or a thumb, though. Like, it's, it's not the same everywhere. Yeah. Mm. It was around 2,500 years ago that the naughty Greeks developed a phallic gesture to offend, taunt, and literally poke each other. While throwing up a middle finger today clearly communicates a resounding F you. In classical society, historians say a middle finger was more of a ribald, R I B A L D, I don't know what that means. Ribald? Yeah. Sexual reference. Hey, 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 hey. I'm poking you. <laughs> uh, what a situation. 20 year old amateur golfer just won a PGA tour event, but smoke. He's not allowed to collect the $1.5 million prize because he is an amateur. Brado says, still hope for you yet, Casey. Also, stupid rule. Give the kid his money. In this day and age of NIL money, I know that's on the college side of things, but your amateur status, you're basically saying you're not getting paid to play golf. But you can't put this money in trust or... Give it to him. Insane. Yeah, somebody needs their ass whooped for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Some bitch won that golf tourney fair and square. Yeah. Well, I just uh it was So fun. what are they doing with the money? Just keeping it? No. It was spread out amongst those that finished behind him. Oh yeah. kiss my ass. I tell you what, I believe I'd take a shit on the table right inside that motherfucker. Yeah. 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 20-year-old sophomore who plays golf for the University of Alabama. Going to go down there and play for Coach Saban. Uh, so, but despite best in a host of pro golfers, he won't be able to take home the $1.5 million prize. If those guys are worth status. their salt, they'll take that money and give it back to that kid. Instead, runner-up Bezu Heidenout will receive the first-place prize the three players who tied for first place will be paid as if they finish in a three-way tie for second. First amateur to win a PGA Tour event since 91. Dunlap is also the youngest amateur to win a tour event since 1910. I just... That's I think I'd be turning pro right then and there. Yeah. If you're that good to be winning a PGA Tour event, I'm going to go ahead and revoke my amateur yeah, status. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. tell you what. Double or nothing. Let's go again. And then uh, I'll just drop out of the Alabama University. A moment for mullets. Long renowned and reviled for its business in the front party in the back reputation. The mullet has become one of the most timeless and versatile haircuts. Smoke is a long haired fella. Has he ever considered the mullet? No. No. (laughs) No, because it was the cool thing to do you know and not I, much of a kentucky waterfall guy no 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 i just wanted the whole the whole damn thing yeah so i guess there's a movie out called the iron claw and that's why some of this is the mullet has started to come back a little bit is that you think that's did see a kid with a wicked rat tail the other day at a basketball Sweet. game i hadn't seen one of those in a couple decades the a rat tail yeah, like, you know, just a little strand of hair that goes Oh, down I'm, I'm familiar with it. There it is. Yeah. There's a certain middle school baseball team that we play that we always get excited because there's about a 75% chance they'll have a kid 
by the name of Jebediah playing with a rat tail. Nice. Yes. William Williams, he's like, Dad, look at his long hair. It's weird. I was like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, it is. So the Iron Call, the distinctive mullet showcased by uh, Zach Efron figures, weren't just a fashion statement in the ring. These guys are a bunch of muscle-bound. Wait a minute. Is that the one that's got the yeah. kid from it's- Shameless? It might be. It's about professional wrestlers, I yeah, believe. Yeah. yeah, it's got the kid from uh, also that that right there. He's also the one that plays in the Bear, that other movie I said I just mullets go all mm. the way back to eighth century BC. Well, it probably hard to wear a helmet with hair in your eyes, but you wanted to keep it on your neck to stay cold and yeah. warm in the winter. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it's a really utilitarian. I'm all out yeah. on mullets. I had one, freaking righteous one when I was a kid. Hell yeah! But I'm all out. You really, I mean, why are you all out on them? Because I can't grow. Well, I guess I could, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I obviously have no hair, so. Mm-mm. Wyatt had one going there for a while. No, we didn't. Yeah, it's a tough spot. Yeah. I don't know. But, hey. We got to go. We got to go. Break I got to gotta go. We'll be right back. Pause for the Cause is sponsored by our friends at Dubois County Tire and Supply. Do you need tires or winter maintenance done on your vehicle? Dubois County Tire and Supply does more than just tires and is there for all your needs. They do oil changes along with checking batteries and coolant protection levels for these winter temperatures. They also do free pickup in Jasper City Limits. Have a roadside situation with a tire on your vehicle? They do roadside services for those emergencies. With springtime approaching, check out their selection of lawn and garden tires for all your mowers, ATVs, and other outdoor equipment. Farmers, be sure to check the tires on your equipment before planting season so you are prepared for planting this year. And Dubois County Tire and Supply has great deals on Mastercraft tires going on right now. With stores located in Jasper, Washington, Vincennes, Bloomington, and Salem, they have you covered. Big or small, Dubois County Tire and Supply services it all. Yo! Back. Back. And before we get into hour two, let's just say thank the good Lord above for the glizzy machine. Keep on rolling, rolling, rolling. Hey, and rolling. thanks to our buddies at uh, Dubois County Tire for bringing in that uh, pause. Because uh, yeah. you know what else rolls? What? A nice set of tires. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, I, I tell uh, you what, if you are in, uh, we're getting to that little majestical time of the year big mace hashtag tax season bingo and we're getting to that point in the season where everybody but it seems like the lindeman household gets money back seems like we always pay in well that's because you uh are rich oh my gosh whatever should have never give you money Esquire. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, I did learn how to hate, and this has nothing to do with Dubois County Tire. We appreciate them. Go over there and see our buddy. Let's see. We got some buddies work over there. Zeph yep. and uh, Nathan. Nathan. Brody. Brody. Oh, Hell yeah. Old squad. Uh, I'm trying to thank uh, Jimmy Joe's boy, uh, Jeff Mundy, over there, right? Yeah. And, but we appreciate him for coming on board. Uh, go over and see him today. Get you a new set of tires. You know how to or tell an oil change or lines? Yeah. You know how to tell service. Dave when it's time to get some new tires? Sparks. 
<laughs> no, it's the old head of the penny trick. Mm. If you can see old Abe's head, it's probably about time to get you some new treads. Yeah. So that's okay. the old trick to check. Hair. So it's got to get to the tip of the head. The head, yeah. Got it. I'll be damned. So, <laughs> uh, and if you have questions about it, if your uh, tires look like they're racing slicks, then you probably need to set. Yeah. So, anyways, but we're gonna jump into hour two and hour Burn two. Burnouts is always a good time. Yeah. New tires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hour two is brought to you by our friends, Catering by Meyer. Hour two of our program is proudly sponsored by Catering by Meyer. As we step into the new year of 2024, it's time to face a fresh set of events: graduation parties, weddings, birthdays, family reunions, wedding anniversaries, and class reunions. The good news is you don't have to juggle the complexities of planning alone. Simplify your life by making just one call to Catering by Meyer. Let them take the reins on crafting a delectable menu that will leave your guests raving. Give Catering by Meyer a call today as they are booking up fast. Oh, oh all right. right. Here man. we go. Man, oh, man. We're lucky. We yeah. are. We got really good. Too time. blessed to be stressed. Amen. So or sometimes you say too stressed to be blessed, but it's okay. <laughs> we make it work yeah. both ways. Big fella, what do you got to well, lead us off in hour two? Game time decision here, boys. I changed it up. I yes, called. Sir. I called an audible. First topic. I, the first. The, my my previous topic. I was going to talk about was British TV shows. Mm. What the I, hell do you know about British TV? shows? I have shows? been hung on some British TV shows. That, what British TV? Well, shows? their series is is on. Now, hold on. What? If it's not going to be your topic, maybe we should save it to be your topic. Well, it's not, but it wasn't really that good. I, okay, I, okay. I, I, I thought we were getting into the whole dynamic. Well, we're going to get into okay. it. Okay. But no, like okay, I just okay. watched this. So new, we're not reviving the topic. No, not really. I'm just going to cover something real quick. I, I watched a show, a, a series on Netflix, and it was a British show called Fool Me Once. Mm. And it was really good, but it was British, and their accents were... Tough, you know what I mean. I, I, so Doctor all, Who, that was a good British TV yeah, show. Like that's all I wanted to talk about. BBC type. Oh, stuff. so our lady Top that's Gear, the, the executive administrative assistant at the mm-hmm. resort. Mm-hmm. She's from across the pond. Oh, yeah. the EAA. Yeah, and she. Oh, yeah, the EAA. So she dropped one on me the other day that I was not prepared for. Trumpet. Hello, governor. No, not that. She go. Somebody had a little bit of a head cold. <laughs> She goes, yeah, they're all bunged up. I Bung. Go, I go, what? Excuse me? She goes, yeah, bunged up. And I go, what in the hell does that mean? She goes, oh, you know, like all stuffy, bunged up. That's what you say over there this across the pond. Tea and spotted dick. I guess. <laughs> okay. Okay. So anyway, we were talking. Like a, we were talking uh, over to the break. Over the break there mm. uh, about Casey's. Uh, near-death experience with his driver's training. Yeah. And then that prompted me to relive a story. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, from bring a that one back. fellow wanderer that Smoke Dragon may or may not work with that, that we had a little bit of a close call uh, during driver's training about, you know, uh, last-minute exit. We were driving and, and all this shit, but in our driver's training class, we, we did a... Uh, a slideshow. Mm-hmm. The Indiana State Police came and presented a slideshow to us of literally probably 25 minutes full of still photos of just pure carnage mm. that were caused by vehicular wrecks. 
And I'm not talking like these were legitimate Indiana State Police, like crime scene photos of dead people that were in car wrecks. Like, so you felt like the kid from The Sixth Sense. Well, yeah. You guys saw dead people. The what whole a show, by the way. What a movie. The what whole class. Movie. The whole class saw it. Mm-hmm. And this was uh, privy to our. Uh, uh, Exit, exit the experience. So we were all freaked the hell out. But that that prompted me to think. Like, so I was sixteen, fifteen at that time. Yeah, and that was probably as a fifteen year old kid. You know, I hadn't the internet really wasn't like a huge thing yet. But I hadn't really seen anything other than like being with dad in the truck you know, on a fire call and he threatens my life and says, don't get out of the truck or I'll beat your ass. You know? <laughs> And you get out of the truck? No, I may have might have crane necked, you know, out the window or something like that, but never really got out. But I never really seen like a, like a real ass dead body. You know, yeah. I mean, other than like at a funeral home, of course, yeah, yeah, a funeral yeah. home, you know, but like a real, real dead person, you know, and that laid it. Like, do you remember faces of death? Heard of it, never watched it. Like, do you day, remember? Yeah. Do you remember Rotten dot com? Yeah, but I always knew what it was, and I didn't want to check it out. You didn't. Mm-hmm. You never had that curiosity to do it. No. Does it make me weird if I did? Uh, no, lots of people did. Okay. Have you ever seen anything similar to what I am describing, Casey? I'm sure you have. Yeah, I've spent a little time on Rotten dot com. Yeah. Well, not necessarily just on rotten line, like, but like in your previous line of work, did you ever have to look at like crime scene photos of like dead people and shit? So I did. Um, I was appointed to represent an individual that had um, was charged with murder, and when state Indiana sends you discovery, um, you know you get photos from the crime scene, and so that was probably the deepest one where uh you looked at it and it was um you know it, it, they almost look they almost look unreal yeah they look staged mm-hmm. you you realize how much hollywood gets it wrong um when it comes to a lot of those things but it's amazing the detail that these photographers and other things look for um but it was, they're kind of gnarly to look at because it's almost so surreal. It's unreal. And it, so it's just weird. That's where, that's where I was going because like, I, I know there's, we went to, we went to driver's training at a different high school that I went to. So it was me and a handful of other guys. We were going to miss our school's driver's training because we were heading out West backpacking. And luckily, we had a connection to get into the other school. So, you know, here we are in a in a foreign environment with a whole class full of people that I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, these, no clue who these guys are, you know, with a teacher and an instructor that I've never met before, literally looking at a projector screen on the wall, and it was just giant. Uh, I feel like it should have been a waiver that your folks. Well, <laughs> yeah. So that, so yeah. Okay. So then now that builds me into the second part of my thing that says, "Do you think that these videos are desensitizing people?" 
And I feel 100% that they are. So let me give you a little input. I, we've talked about it before. You talk about desensitizing people. Mm-hmm. It was, you talked to some of the older members of the bar that used to t- try child molest cases probably probably 30 years ago. So difficult to find a jury. Nowadays, honest to God, you sit, you have a room full of people and you ask the question that this, the nature of this case is a allegation of molestation of a child, which should just send chills down your spine because, you know, just they should, it should. And outside of the one or two people that just absolutely don't want to be on a jury and Mm -hmm. they'll think of any concocted statement to get out of it Mm -hmm. whatever that's fine everybody knows what you're doing like these people that what do you think the most common uh get out of jury duty uh statement is you know really i always thought it was that you were racist like i'm racist yeah or but i'm gay i don't some people i've heard that before like (laughs) i'm gay i'm i'm gay no, but I don't know what being gay would but prevent the pro- you from being but, on a jury. But the problem of what the the problem what you have. So I tried roughly fifteen jury trials in a seven year career as a criminal defense attorney. So about two a year on average. And in jury selection in the state of Indiana, the standard that you're looking for is can you still remain fair and impartial. So what happens is, is let's I say definitely could not. Let's say child case. Oh, I know. Let's say Dave. Like, yep, kill him. Well, but you say that, and the thing of it <laughs> is, is when you're in a room full of people and that goes on, like it puts the pressure on people because there's sixty people in the room looking at you. Yeah, and then you start asking questions. So most attorneys, you you generally try to make an effort to what they call rehabilitate the witness or in this case, the juror of, you know, you got to make it abundantly clear that you can strike this individual for cause. Now I'm not saying like, it's easy. You're going to get the first 12 in there plus your alternate, but out of 12 of the first round, you may get four or five and then you may get another three or you may get another two. But a lot of people like they'll come in and be, well, I've got work. Okay, well, we've all got work, but you're not going to get fired, right? No. And you're money. Well, they can't get fired. They yeah, get they can't. Fired, but they can not pay you. Yeah. And it, work? It, yeah. It's different for everybody. But don't you get paid to be on the jury and you get yeah, fed? Like $35 a day, I think. And then you get fed, too? Yeah, you get lunch and dinner. Because oh, I've had, yeah, but I if think you get on some case that gets drug out for eight months or a year. You yeah. make it on 35 bucks a day. You're not going to have anything around here that's going to go that long. You don't never know. No. No. Hey, there's no way. But you it's but jury selection's an interesting thing of it. Desensitizing people. That's what I said. But the, it is the videos on Twitter. Like Twitter I feel like is a is a no holds bar platform. You know what I mean? Since oh uh shout out Elon. Yeah, shout out Elon. Since Open all, up the floodgates. Yeah, since all that censorship's away. Like you I, I I which we've all discussed this before that my Twitter is trash. Like we all know it's just <clears throat> just junk shit, which my algorithm is my own fault, I know, because you know, like you it's just like f- street fights and people getting killed, <laughs> killed in car wrecks and people yeah. getting shot in public and 
I guess it's like the cell phones that, you know, that's what's wild to me is that, you know, back in the day on, you know, network television, you would never dream of seeing, you know what I mean, a, a, a dead body crime scene photo. Yeah, you, know what you I mean? never would. No, or like a, you know... You know, now there's dicks on Netflix. You know what I mean? Like it's just a, it's just things are changing, and I feel like with these, like these old faces of death videos, and and like the, uh, oh, there was a guy that I used to work with that made he made a compilation video and put it on a DVD, and he called it Tasty Shit, Tasty Shit One, and Tasty Shit Two, and they would, you know, he would burn a bunch of dvds and hand them out you know what i mean dude check this shit out and it was like the first thing was a dude doing like 150 mile an hour on a crotch rocket and hitting a cattle gate and literally turning into human spaghetti and it was like a it was like a it was a real video of this happening you know and it's like why i guess i don't know like if that were my i don't know like i guess if that were my family member and that video would leak or somehow get out, you know what I mean? Like, I would be irately pissed. Well, think about when Kobe Bryant died in that helicopter crash. Yeah. There was one of the news outlets or somebody got pictures of the crash, and I think they sued to keep them from going out. You know, there's right. some protections on yeah. those. And the other thing, too, like people, like vehicle accidents, That this is another weird thing for me. But, like, people that are in vehicle accidents, or that are not the people that are in them, but... Yeah. Like, if someone f- posts a photo of a vehicle accident on the interwebs and says, you know, prayers for those involved, and it's a photo of the car wreck, and it, it ends up being a fatality, and then the person's family that's involved in this sees that photo without being notified prior you know that would be it would be awful you know what i mean i I just i don't know i think people posting pictures and you seeing these dead body and murder videos and i don't know it just scares me to death that one of these days my kids are going to stumble across one and i'm sure they already have you know what i mean but like that's what's wild to me you know what i mean like they just I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they need to be on the internet. I well, don't, I don't know. And some of that content, where you see those things happen, is all a matter of think about how many posts happen and how much gets no oh, yeah. put out there. They can't yeah. keep up with it That's unless you report it. Right. But you know, I I say all of that. You know, you're desensitizing. I mean, think about what's on primetime television now yep. think about what your kids can watch on streaming services yep that's all about that that's now, part did of you ever watch you you say you never did watch faces of death or any of that i mean i've seen it on twitter you like i've not watched two girls one cup i, I know dave has did you actually never have what you never seen the original one no i mean i know the premise yeah i know what it's all about but I and never. you didn't i've seen it yeah yeah it's terrible but that's what I mean, like that. That well, kind of sh- that that's just sh- good editing. That kind of shit, good editing. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, they edit it and they cut the clip out where they're, and then they replace it. Yeah, you didn't know that. No. Yeah, it's true. Saw it online. They didn't Google really. Eat, they didn't really eat their own. No. 
Oh, wow. That's kind of like a brownie consistency there. Wow. Yeah. That makes you want to vomit. Yeah, thinking about it. <laughs> ooh, ooh. I don't know, man. There's a lot of weird shit on the internet, and I don't There's like weird shit. On I, the I don't really like it because the internet is the wild, wild. My west. kids are. Uh, it's our wild, wild west. They're explorers, and I don't like. Them. Well, we live on the internet, and when ninety nine percent of the comments we get from random people are about weight, us being fat, weight or size related. Yeah. Um, there's just not a whole lot of depth of intellectual. Dave, I'm trying to think about how to say this in a manner that would be pretty close to David. Is come up with some new material, you f- losers. Okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, so, gonna shift gears here. Thank God. Do you guys have a uh, fountain soda strategy? You're going into the local quick stop. You're like, I'm going to get something to drink, but I'm not going to go with one of those plastic bottles because you get those forever chemicals. So you're going to go get a styrofoam cup, which probably has more forever chemicals. More forever chemicals in them. <laughs> CFC. Through a plastic straw. Yeah. CFCs, I believe. <laughs> through, yeah. through a plastic straw. Do you have a strategy as you walk up to the uh, the old soda dispenser? No. You know, I used to be a soda fountain guy when I lived in Brazil. Brazil? Uh, Mountain Dew guy. And it was just always the big one with a little bit of ice. But I don't really drink. Um, I mean, like, if we go through a drive-thru, that's fountain soda, but they make it for you. Uh, I can't think of the last time I got a fountain soda for myself from, like, a gas station. Really? Yeah, like, Jen will have me pick her up a Diet Mountain Dew from time to time. And I mean, I'll have some of that or something. Them guys I work with, we get we get our breaks. You know what I mean. Some and would say you're on break all day. Well, go get bent. <laughs> but they go they they go get some juice. They're gonna get some juice. They call it juice. And they'll go get a big swig from the uh, marathon on the way back into the shop. And I'm talking like. Big swigs, like giant mongoloid sodas. And, you know, I just, I go up there, get my cup, hit the ice, pick my soda, spin around, find the lid, put it on. Don't put the straw in right away. I usually put the straw in out in, out in the car. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I would normally put the straw in and drink some and then fill it up a little bit. Well, see, I don't put the straw in. I don't put the straw in. I just I just hammer it. Oh, see, that's what I was trying to figure out. So we've got a little program up there uh, at one of the local gas stations in the valley that will give you a free fountain drink if you're a resort associate. Oh. Yeah, so I usually oh. try not to abuse it. Oh, I'll buy shit. no it's true I don't freaking tight one I'll buy <laughs> I'll buy gas and then I'll go in and get something to drink so if the gas lines up pretty close where I'm gonna be close to on e I'll go ahead and fill up and I'll go in and I'll get me soft drink and yeah. that's it yeah but yeah I also will go down to another local establishment that is right on the West Baden French Lick line. Where they don't necessarily give out free soft drinks to resort associates, but they've got a pretty good, they got a better selection of fountain sodas. And their hot bar is pretty good with the old chicken tendies. Oh, yeah. And their yeah. tenderloin sandwiches. But 
I digress. Oh. I was standing there one day and I watched old boy go splash a nugget ice, filled her up, drank over half, dumped more nugget ice in, filled her up, swigged some more down, and then a little bit more nugget ice, finished her up to the top, and then went and paid. And I was like, that's a hell of a strategy. Because my thing is, I used to put in the ice I want, fill it up about halfway, drink some down, fill it back up, and then I'm good. So I was just... Now, see, my problem with you folks that do the drinking from the cup before the lid goes on... Yeah. Is that I'm a germaphobe and your mouth is all over the rim and I don't know your strategy for filling. And you might be putting your your daggone lip juice all over the... But I but that's the other reason why I just drink out of the straw because I don't want the rim of that cup touching my lips because I don't know who put what on that little... <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> little thing. You're, trigger, ger- you're a germaphobe, Dave. I would have uh, never guessed. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, no, I do. I totally do. Like, I'll go... Like, I know you. Like, it wouldn't bother me, but, like, if you were a stranger, like, Stranger Joe, like, the fact that he put ice in after he backwashed in it... And yeah. So you're gonna... His- so you're gonna... Like, if you didn't see a guy get the same brand of soda, you would be more apt to do it, or you're just not gonna do it at all? Uh, no, I'd probably still get it, but I, I, I'm not no, worried. No, 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 no. If you didn't so you're saying you would in under no circumstances take a little off the top via the cup before you put your lid on and walked off you wouldn't drink out of the cup at all even, uh, even if not you any, didn't like it's got worse from old age i don't know because I, I also don't know whose fingers might have touched it and then put it back in there like man people like you that's the other thing on the internet you'll see somebody i've seen this video this lady like stick her hand down her Rich is there and then sniff her fingers when she was done. I don't know what she was checking for back there. But what if she grabbed that cup out, grabbed him, two, and then put she's it back checking in? her pints for shit. Yeah. Weirds me out, man. I that might be the other reason I don't do fountain drinks much anymore. Like I just as soon have the forever chemicals from the plastic than somebody's Fermunda cheese on my <laughs> rim of my cup. The rim of my Pepsi cup or Well. I mean, it, but you it can smell like smegma to you. <laughs> you can protect that a little bit from drinking from your straw. Yeah, that's why I don't try not. Well, drink. then when you drink from the straw, you're killing the turtles. And I'm a turtle guy. Yeah, there's big. no straws up here getting down to the, where it affects the turtles. Never we know, got man. turtles in Indiana. Okay, damn right we do. Snappers, Fox turtles. There's all kinds of turtles. Snappers is what he's saying. I don't know. What's your fountain soda strategy? Like, what do you do? How do you work it? What's I mean, going on? I'll do probably, if I'm doing the fountain, I'm not filling the cup full of ice. No. It's a rookie mistake. Yeah. yeah. Because it comes out cold you, You're paying for frozen water. Yeah. And so I'll do a little bit of nugget ice if available. Losers. A little bit of nugget ice available. So what kind of gas station are you going to? Is this a Huck's or a Casey's? No. Or who has nugget ice other than Casey's or Huck's? Uh, Fast Eddie's. Oh, okay. And the Marathon has it, but it's been out. Okay. So, but yeah, Fast Eddie's, that nugget ice. Yeah. Big fan. They used to be like the movie theater ice. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but like I didn't that. add a fountain soda. A you like old full strength Mountain Dew? Oh, yeah. 
used to be my go-to. Cesar gets it every day. He drinks a Jugo. Get some Jugo. Jugo. That's how you say juice in Spanish. Jugo. Jugo? Jugo. 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 Because you wouldn't say the J. You know where he's at tonight? Buddy, love you to death, but how in the hell are we going to know where Cesar is? Him and another guy that we work with. Beatles? No. Clem? Yeah. (laughs) They went to... uh, Midget wrestling. No. Yeah. They I don't went, know if you're supposed to call it that. It's what I know it's that's what they call is it. Is it the MWF? Midget wrestling? I or is it Micro Nation or something like that? Because there's one that comes out of, that I've been seeing on TikTok. That's it. Like ah, uh, this is maybe si- little psycho. Yeah, that's yeah. them. That's uh, them. Strawberry shortcake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, little chola. Yeah. Yeah. Little Ozzy. Where'd they go uh, to the see them at? Owensboro Convention Center. Oh, nice. I know he, they were wanting me to go, but I said, man, that is actually something I thought about having as a topic because yeah. I watched a documentary and the guy's like, I don't care, but. You know, midget's kind of not the word. You're, I feel maybe I shouldn't even say that. Like, no, it's just not like the I, word you're supposed I had to a, use. I worked with a fellow that his daughter was a, a little person. And, yeah, midget's a no-no name. Yeah, you don't go there. It's, well, like, it, it's like a hard R. You just don't say it. Yeah, so, so am I supposed to edit those out? No. no. I mean, we can say it. We can yeah. say midget all we want. Yeah. Because we're not midgets. I think that some would argue that's why we can't say it all we want. Well, yeah, but we're not saying it in a derogatory fashion. Yeah, there's certain songs I can't sing, and I, I mean, if I was, I wouldn't be saying in a derogatory fashion. I'm That's still not a little bit drop different word. Is it for a person of small size? Yes. Hey, you go run down outside and you scream yeah. the M, M yeah. word, and you go run well, there's, outside. There's, and you scream hey, it. now there's a there is a form of race car class called the bit you know midgets. I, Give it time, it'll go. Well, and you know, there was uh that's what oh uh Theo Vaughn and uh Oh my god, great big old dude. He's a comedian. Uh, Joey Diaz. No. Did he sit down with Tyrus? Sean McG- uh McGillis. He's not oh. that big a guy. Yeah, he's taller, right? Oh, Is it Sean or Shane? Shane. Shane McGillis. He was talking about it. They have a. They had a. When he was a kid, they called it the midget league football. The little guys. Uh, I just watched that one today. Yeah, that TikTok. Yes, that's yeah. what I was talking about. About the kid that's screaming at the refs and shit, yeah. getting wrecked and going oh, yeah, to coach. You I said to, to you. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are great. But no, I. I yeah. Anyway, I just uh, you know, I really don't have much of a found cooks. <laughs> Found soda strategy. No, but it just hit me while I was standing. So I don't have day. to edit out the hard T. No, no. midget <laughs> T tit tit. No, I um. No, they just prefer to be called little people. Okay. Most of them. Well, it's crazy that you mentioned or, this. A dwarfism is a thing. Have I said this on the show that I've uh, began rewatching the Amazing Race from season one? No, no. Oh. I mean, yeah, I think you so. mentioned that you like watching it because you live vicariously through. Yeah. Okay. So, I started the last week of 2023. Is there a small person in it? it well, this season <laughs> there is, which is funny that you bring it up. But anyways, vertically challenged. So I've started watching from I season like one. Automatically put them in a lesser spot for the race. Well, but uh-huh. here's the thing: her and her their cousins, they've ran a pretty good race. So Do they actually race is like a foot race. No, it's just like task. I mean, they run back and forth through task. But see, it would it's be... It's not like a, a run. 
No. Okay. No. But it's never uh, watched the show, huh? No. Okay. I would think you would like it. Is it a, one of those reality shows? Yes. yes. I'm out. Yeah, I know. Okay. No, I'm just saying, no, 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 keep going. I'm just saying I don't get into reality shows. There's no reason to go. You're done. So reality shows and sports. Don't talk about yeah, them around we're there. out, yeah. We can only talk about horses, aliens, and Sasquatch. Yeah. And Helen Keller. <laughs> you know, that's risky. Real stuff. Yeah. Or turtles. <laughs> Space time. We can talk about turtles. So anyways, it's, I saw, I've started I've, from season one watching on, and it's enjoyable. But you realize she is freaking cutthroat, this little person. Oh, yeah. She mean. is cutthroat. Mm-hmm. And she'll use her disability oh, no. to sympathy some of these people. Oh, like, no. There was, they were at the airport, and one of them, she's like, I got to get to a doctoro, doctoro. And I think she did like how Cesar said how we just kind of do the IO on the things. And yeah. That's Spanish. Yeah. I think that's what she was doing. And she was... But that she was trying to get on a plane with that. But she's a fierce little competitor. So that's all I got, Dave. That's a good one. Hmm. Here no, we that's go. not good because Dave doesn't watch reality TV. No, I just I don't mind people that do. It's just not my bag of chips or whatever. Yeah. Say. I think I just think you would like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I I give you. You're a big traveler. Yeah. This one ought to be good. I travel to work every day. <sighs> oh. This isn't much of a wonder, but more of a statement. A topic. Because I <clears throat> felt slighted this week. Oh, no. Who's, I'm here to tell who you. Who slighted you, big fella? I don't know. Did you go to HR? No, no, no. I kept it. Did you file a grievance? No, oh. I didn't know how to start. Is it something you could file an EEOC claim on? I don't know what EEOC is. Equal Employment, equal equal. employment Opportunity Commission. I tell you what, it's an opportunity I didn't want nothing to do with. Could you taste it? Oh God! Did I'm it just here to like tell liver you and onions? Nothing, <laughs> onions, onions. Nothing halts productivity like getting crop dusted while you're in the middle of something. <laughs> All right. No, I, I work in a cube farm. I think we've said in the past. Yeah. So did you get crop dusted, or did somebody just let one rip in the farm? I think I was crop dusted because uh, there was a bunch of people around, and there was nobody around. And here's the problem. <laughs> that sneaky son of a bitch, he just hammered you on the way out. <laughs> so as far as you on farms this, you go, fat bastard. I've, yeah. I've got a pretty... <laughs> Suck that in, big boy. <laughs> I've got a pretty prime spot because uh, I got two walls. So I don't... You know what I mean? Like I'm in a corner. Yeah, so there's a bunch of cubicles, but I'm not sharing walls with anybody. The problem is, is the air returns right above me. Oh, <laughs> so I believe whoever did this probably made. I'm gonna assume they didn't mean to. Now, does me. methane rise? Oh yeah, it's lighter there. It is. Yeah, but okay. the, even I don't if know it I didn't. It was made that up. Sucked past my face. Mm. Well, what are you doing having your face right by the cold air return there, Chief? No. It, if I'm sitting here and it's right there, it pulls it from ass level of somebody oh, else. Oh, that's, yeah, that's ass true. Me. Ass to mouth. Dave's oh. <laughs> <laughs> favorite subcategory. And I used to not be a germaphobe. Now <laughs> I'm I am, getting delirious. I here. can't. It just really ruined my whole day. Like, it threw the whole day I off. I absolutely love <laughs> farting in public. Oh, God, I don't. And Justine... <laughs> 
cannot handle. Zachary. Oh my goodness gracious! Like in the in the grocery store or something, just standing in the aisle and just let one eat, just let her eat. You know what oh, I mean? Not goodness. like I mean, I'm not going to fart on someone. Yes, you are. Yeah, well, maybe you know, but like if I had to, re- I mean, yes, if I have to fart, I'm gonna fart. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna let it eat. And 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 I don't like. Just seems like, oh my God, they're gonna f- hear you do that. Like you cannot do that. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. It's a natural body function. She goes, not when you're blowing your eyeballs out. You're pushing so hard to make it loud. <laughs> but well, no, my I, problem is peeing's a natural body function too. Yeah, but, but you, you don't whip piss your and pecker pu- out. Yeah. And piss on somebody. You don't piss in the middle. Unless you're R. Kelly. <laughs> you don't. You don't piss in the middle of the aisle at the grocery store. No, I I, I totally agree with that. But uh, I was. Um, this was in law school. I was working out at the gym. And I was in between sets, and I was sitting. That'll at the, be a good one for the TikTok. I was sitting at the end of the bench, <laughs> and it was it was late in the workout, kind of struggling to get done. And some old lady walked by me, and I could hear her let it rip. Oh. and she just kept her little feet. Now I won't just, uh, I won't mention any names. Hung there. I won't mention any names, but I know somebody that's frequently. Uh, that frequently gets the walking farts, and that's probably one of the funniest things I've ever. Been. You've never had the walking. Oh farts? yes, oh, okay. oh yes, yes. But I, I mean, it is hilarious. I mean, and it's. I'm not gonna tell you who it is, Dave. But I'm just <laughs> no, I'm not everything. going any farther than that. Oh, you're full <laughs> shit. But when they get up and go, boy, and they, and they start, it just. And it's always different tones and different sounds and length, marks. different lengths and things. But you know, I was always a big proponent that if if like if you fart and it and, and like it's a loud good one, you know what I mean, like a real pew rattler, you know what I mean, like a church pew <laughs> rattler, <laughs> yeah, to where old uh, hmm. Sister Tina down at the other end of the line there, she's feeling it in her loins. You know what I mean? When you're really, whenever you're really rattling that pew, they don't, they don't smell like the loud ones. I don't think smell. No, it's those real hot, silent ones that are, that are the, the SBDs. Silent, but deadly. For yeah. Those silent, but deadly. Those are the ones that you need to get. Those are the good crop dusting material. I feel like I wasn't wearing headphones, so there was no, there wasn't enough audible yeah. for me to know it was yeah. coming or else maybe I'd have so, led. But like on a scale of one to 10, where would you rank that crop dust? 10 being like the most putrid thing you've ever smelt. I mean, it was like a seven and a half or eight. Like oh, it stuck boy. in my beard or something, and I couldn't get away from it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Heavy it, air particles. It wasn't good. Like, so, hey, probably somebody wearing no britches when I uh, filter it. At the house, through the winter, we supplement with those uh, infrared space heaters. Yeah. Super dangerous. But anyway, we, we got to do what we got to do, you know, poor yeah, people yeah, stuff. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> we supplement in the bedroom with one of those. And it sits on a on the dresser on the on my side, and it's got a little built in fan and everything, you know, whatever. Blowing right across her bow. Oh boy! And she, <laughs> the warden, she gets a fucking bad. <laughs> and I, cause I'll do it, and and like it'll just, you know what I mean, just a little bitty squeaker, you know what I mean. 
And she'll like, and I'll just wait for it. She won't hear it. She won't hear it. And I'll just wait. And then I'll wait a little longer. And then all of a sudden she'll just like, you mother, and just <laughs> sling her arm around and hit me, you know, like it, that's the best. We were, uh, I think it was me and my I younger. I love farting. <laughs> I love it. That's not going to surprise anybody. <laughs> me and my younger brother, we rode the elevator. We were in St. Louis, I think. And it was one of those poorly timed situations. Oh, no. Farting in the elevator. Where you you fart and then the door opens and then they walk in. <laughs> so, <laughs> these people walked in. Uh, so I think it was, I can't remember if it was him or if it was me. And he'll probably correct me if I'm wrong. But oh. one of us did was like, oh, God, that's deep. <laughs> and about that time, the elevator stops. We're like on the 13th floor. I don't know how we thought we were going to make it. Oh, yeah, and you're going down to the lobby. (laughs) And these people get on and they have a baby. Oh, no. They go, oh, little Junior must must have pooped his britches. (laughs) (laughs) And my brother and I are standing back there just like smiling, like laughing. No, he didn't poop his britches. That would go on here. Or you get the the ever so innocent child that has no filter at all, and they get in there like, Mommy, why it stinks in here? You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, that's like when our kids, they'll fart, and they they giggle, and they think it's funny. Oh, it's hilarious. And Evelyn Evelyn ripped one tonight on the way home from the... uh, basketball game on them old leather seats in the white <laughs> rocket out there and eleanor had her headphones on watching aquaman or something in the headset you know and she <laughs> Evelyn. <laughs> yeah it's a i'll tell them every time be like you got to be careful because you might do that sometime and there might be a surprise there sass valve the old sass valve shit air separator yeah gotta have one nothing halts productivity like getting crop dusted when you're in the middle of something and that's true because i have seen grown men that in in my workforce or in you know in my workplace i have seen grown men literally just drop what they are doing and run for the hills because it's like they think it's some sort of uh ebola virus uh napalm that's going to burn them from the inside out as soon as they get the slightest whiff of it me on the other hand i i appreciate a good one. Oh, good grief that makes me want to vomit a little why <laughs> i, I mean that know, when man. that thing it stings you know the, the stingers <laughs> those are the good ones like when it really stings to get in there like god dang <laughs> i don't know why you'd be surprised by that smoke i don't know but you know like when you feel like you're gonna vomit and these things start making more yeah. i get it right here yeah like right here. that's where i'm at right now salivating yeah no well, i don't know if that's a salvation anyway salivating. i love uh i love everything about farting oh good <laughs> gracious oh shoot hey where we got what we got today well Casey? it is time for the merkley and sons no it ain't you always forget about it. The Dear Dutchman. Oh! For the Random Wonders. Come on. Well, hey. Follow the script. It is. Read the damn teleprompter, Joe. <laughs> we don't talk politics. <laughs> show. Uh, let's see. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Let's go with Janet Kramer. Question oh. of the day. Wonder, do you think schools need to go back to teaching more home economics and shop Oh, yeah. I seen this pop up the other day, and I 100% agree. Uh, I seen something I know it's probably just, uh, it was probably situational. 
And I don't, I don't, I have no facts on it at all of where it was or what the teacher's name was or anything like that. But I think it was a, it may have been like a A and P type class, like a astronomy and physics. No, sir, like a uh, anatomy and physiology, mm. and uh, or some sort of biology, whatever science ori- oriented classroom there. And the guy brought a, the teacher brought a deer in. And a they, live one? No, sir, a dead one. Gotcha. And then they uh, field dressed it and uh, skinned it and worked it down and stuff like that as a whole. And they went through, like, they, it was a bang for your buck. You know, he could teach and do it at the same time. Yeah. And then I've seen classes where they're doing, uh, <clears throat> changing, like, changing oil in their car and stuff like that. Not, not like auto, mechanics. but a life skills class. Yeah, a life skills class. Exactly right, man. I loved home ec. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, Ooh, I, uh, we made Mrs. Uh, Koval. There, that's what it is. Mrs. Crawford was mine, but okay. that's in Wayne County. Okay. Yeah, I sewed together a little. Uh, what do, what do the kids call them now? It's not a knapsack. A little, you know, the bag. It's like oh, string bag. Yep. Yeah, like a string bag. Made one of those. Candace. We made uh, boxer shorts. I made boxer stuffed shorts. animals. Pillows. Pillows. That's what it yeah. is. My boxer I was a boxer for these. Club. Frogs. It was like frogs on. Mine was camouflage. What did you do for your animal? Or for your stuffed animal? Yeah. Tighten those little wings and quit messing with that. Will you get off my case? Well, goddamn, you've been. Gosh darn. I mean, uh, I made a boxing glove. My it was a big red boxing glove, and then on the like on the cuff of the glove, I sewed a green patch on there with yellow letters Z M. Nice. Oh. Yeah, that was. I didn't make a stuffed animal. It was not a stuffed animal. Mine was a pillow. Oh, I did no. a rainbow trout. Oh no shit! Yeah. Huh? Is that was that like a kit where you cut it out and then you sewed it together? Yeah. 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 No, we didn't do that. We you did that. Cut, you cut Sewing the fabric machines. and then you. Yeah. If I remember correctly, uh, cut the fabric out from the um, template. Template. And then you stitch did they call it. Those? They didn't call them templates. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, it was. No, no, no. Because my mom and my grandma used to have a bunch of them laying around for shirts and pants yeah. and stuff. It's uh, gosh dang it! Now you don't tell me when you find it because it's right on the tip of my tongue here. It's not a template. It's a god dang. Uh... Oh, shit, maybe it's on the tip of my tongue. God dang, they're little cardboard envelopes about this big, and you pull them out and unfold them. And you put your pins in there. And yeah, and you trace up. them. A pattern. Pattern. That's it. Gosh, we're idiots. A pattern. Yeah. Pattern. So anyway, so we did, um, so you stitch it up and you left the hole, obviously, because you need to stuff, stuff it. Stuff it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then no, I, Good grief, I stuffed something. I'll easy, stuff, I'll stuff you, bud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think, I, you know, to to Janet's point here. I made a star. Attaboy. Aww. It was a star. Hey, you no, are man, a star. We did, we did the sewing we did baking, the cooking. Oh, I didn't put enough something in my cookies. Turned out we, like a big sheet cookie. We did uh, like uh, like cleaning and uh, and uh, like disinfecting cleaning. and shit like. Learned that. how to set a table. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yes, we, we did. Do that. Yeah. yeah, we did, didn't we? With the fork and the placemat and all that. Jail. You guys get to have tang every day in class. No, no, because no, you didn't have that class every day. No. Well, well every day in that class, I'm, you like had every, it on a rotation. What six weeks? Yeah, probably. Pardon me. That's what I meant. Like, maybe two days a week you had it, but every day that we had that class, 
we'd make tang. Oh yeah, like Kool Aid or yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think somewhere along the lines, when po- politicians got involved in education, yeah, you, you started having the teach for the man exam. It's and the so test. crazy too, because like politicians the, shouldn't get involved in anything. The boys, like we, uh, one of my fun, like in, I took ag mechanics, agricultural mechanics, is I took that class, and then in one of those uh, blocks of the. The old uh, mm-hmm. curriculum. There yeah. was a section on like tool ID, like all your normal common. Like you'd flip through a magazine and you'd see a tool. Basically, it was like a gelled yeah. hair. No, not that flip kind of flops tool. and no. blue jeans. Nope. It was like vice grips. Oh, you know? that kind of tool. So, but that's not. But that wasn't their proper name. So you you got like a list of tools and you had to learn locking pliers. Yeah, a locking pliers. Exactly. Vice grips the brand name just like right. channel. You locks. know what I mean? Yeah, just like so channel. So when locks. I was out there Our at I screwdriver, they had an intern and they asked him, "Hey, we had something kind of go down, wasn't supposed to go down." So it's like an all hands on deck. Good kid. This kid was a good kid, smart kid, paid attention. Because uh, I was teaching at the time, I have too. two stories to relate to this. But like, hey, go get an adjustable wrench, and he ran off because he's getting yelled at, and he came yes. back, and he was like, "Is that the one that does like this?" And it just was so crazy yeah. to me that here's this 19 year old kid. I had a kid. We had a kid that was uh, 18 years old that come to work for us and didn't didn't know how to use a set of vice grips. Didn't know what they were. Well, you got to be honest. Vice grips are a little bit of a different beast. Hmm. Yeah, they're a little bit different beast. Yeah, but you know what they are. Well, that's true. Yeah, and this kid didn't. You know, I will say, and, and pop- it's only going to get worse because now that, like, our gener, a lot of people mm-hmm. in, in in this generation didn't grow up using tools, right. don't aren't handy, right? So they're not going to instill any of that in their kids, and those kids are just going to have to find it on their own mm-hmm. somehow, which is maybe a tough thing to have happen. Never know. Well, you know, the unfortunate thing. Oh, Papa Frank, he is a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, mm-hmm. and he'd tell you that. But he sure didn't pass down a lot of that mechanic and knowledge <laughs> to his boys. <laughs> and uh, I know I always say I wish I would have paid attention to old Wild Bill a little bit more yeah. out there in the wood shop. Well, it, but at the time, you don't think about it, but... You know, you get some of these people that are just good, at, have that knack at fixing things. Mm-hmm. That's a good knack to have. Yeah. But I think we're David all, Allen Smoker. I think we're all on board on bringing back those yeah. life skills classes. That's for sure. We need them. I think you could do it as a seminar. You could bring in mm-hmm. somebody for a couple weeks at a time. Yeah. Plenty of people to go Maybe for. Maybe we ought to share some tools on here, everyone. Just just so everybody knows what an adjustable wrench is and doesn't have to. Yeah. That's what you're gonna do. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So now, now it is time <laughs> for the Merkley and Sons choice, choice. Okay. Uh, Questions of the week for the fellas. For the fellas. Brought to you by Merkley and Sons. And now it's time for their ad. Welcome to the Merkley and Sons Choice Cuts Questions of the Week for the Fellas. Sponsored by Merkley and Sons, the ultimate destination for meat enthusiasts. I'm back on the breakfast kick. They say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and I happen to agree. Whether you're frying up some of Merkley's delicious bacon or have some sausage links on the griddle, Merkley's is your go-to spot for your breakfast. I like to think about it like this. No breakfast is complete without one of Merkley's quality meats on your plate. Check them out today and see how you can build a better breakfast for you and your family. Uh, Ah, Thanks, guys. Hey, do we want to tell them? 
No. No. Don't. Okay. Nope. Uh, another another set of anonymous donations here uh, on the old interwebs for choice cut questions, which is okay. Yeah. We need more, though. I mean, if somebody wants to, if you're listening to this show and you've always wanted to submit some, go ahead and get some sent in because the cupboard's a little bare. Mm-hmm. Cupboard's a little bare. Uh, who's your favorite fictional character? Fictional's fake, right? Yep. Had a boy. Uh, <laughs> I was going to go uh, with something else, but I know it's not fake. Man, I don't know, dude. Like, uh, fictional character? Uh, okay. Um, Aquaman. I don't know. I don't know. Tough spot. Dave? Yoda. Ooh. Good one. I'm not going to lie, and this may seem a little strange, but Scooby-Doo. Oh. Could you imagine sitting on the those couch guys. just scratching, oh, scratching Scoob's ear, eating snacks, and Ooh, Scoob. watching TV? Uh, what is your favorite dessert? Cherry Delight. Hmm. I guess uh, probably like a good, like, banana. warm, out-of-the-oven brownie with some vanilla ice cream mm. on top. I've got two that I'm a fan of. You don't like I like pudding. banana pudding because you said it. I love banana pudding. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a big fan of any type of fruit pie or like a cobbler that just out of the oven that you throw a, a scoop of. Vanilla ice What's cream. What's that on? called when you do that? A la mode. A la mode at a baby. How about people that eat apple pie with cheese on it? I've seen that. You I've ever seen not, that? I've not heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a wild thing. But I'm not a big pie kind of sewer. Uh, your favorite comedian. What? Your favorite comedian. I don't know. I don't have, I don't know if I have one. Like, I don't. There's so many greats that it, you can't you can't pin it down. You know what I mean? Well, throw one of your greats out there. Curtis Crow. Good one. I think Mitch Hedberg. I liked him a lot. There was a guy, Bill Burr, Burt yeah, Kreischer, Bill Burr. Tom Segura, Dave Chappelle. Well, I th- I'm drawing a blank for the name of the guy that I feel terrible drawing a blank for him. Todd McComas? No, no, no. Todd no. McComas. <laughs> this is Dust, another guy that's passed like, real big in the 80s, long hair. Jeff Carlin. Richard Pryor. Yeah. Oh, Jeff Carlin. Carlin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I Not got, Jeff. No, it's... God damn. It's Carlin. It's, but it's Carlin. George. George. Oh, there you George. Go. Not Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Jeff Carlin. Yeah. <laughs> his brother. He's probably he heard of his brother George Jeff. before. Brother Jeff. I uh, I went through a phase in college where I loved Cat Williams. Oh yeah, yeah. Cat Williams. Oh, been in the news a lot he lately. broke yeah. the internet, man. Twenty twenty four, the year of who gives a f. I love it. I, I'm not familiar. What? He bashed everybody. Dude, hey, everybody uh, that was Shannon ever Sharp. Club Shay Shay. Shannon Sharp has a video. He's got a, a yeah. Club yeah, Shay yeah, Shay or whatever. Yeah. They do the the interviews on the internet. Yeah. Google it. Just look it up. 
Cat, Cat, Cat Williams interview with Shannon Sharp. Was he off base he, or was no, he? No, it was all factual. His opinions, of course. But he just allegedly he absolutely he just let everybody destroy. Have it. I, so a I lot would of say people. Cat Williams, but I've fallen into the Burt Kreischer thing because oh yeah, those guys are yes more you and I than yeah. anything yeah. ever. Uh, what's your favorite way to relax after a long day? Sit in my recliner with a blanket. Uh, we've covered this before. No shoes. Sitting in the recliner with a blanket. Regardless if it's summer or winter, the fan on with some boring ass documentary on, so I can just snore away. Yep, it napping. Yep, napping. I like nap, no pap. I like <laughs> my favorite way to relax after a long day is get the kids down and go just lay down in bed, mm-hmm. not get under the covers, but. Top of the covers, because Monty will jump up, and he'll lay there right beside you. And if you drift off to Snooze Town, it's okay. If you stay awake, that's okay, too. Yeah. It's okay. I love it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do two more here. Um, what is your favorite app on your phone? Do you have one that you use or that you're on a lot? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Probably TikTok. I check the Facebook pretty frequent. Mm-hmm. I'm probably one of those two or YouTube. Yeah. I look at that a lot. Uh, one more. Could you live without social media? Yeah. I mean, we, we did for however many years of our lives before it started. You so could I'm get rid of all of it right now. Well, yeah, if you had to, you know what I mean? Like you, No, yeah. you're voluntarily choosing. Oh. Could you voluntarily live without social media? It'd be tough. It'd be a really tough deal there, yeah. When I was at IFI, I bought a flip phone <laughs> off of, <laughs> not Craigslist, Marketplace. Because I felt some like I was dope on dealer my down phone. the corner. So you make drug deals? Yeah. I thought I was on my phone too much. I was like, man, this is getting crazy. So I bought this flip phone. Mm-hmm. And I probably made it two or three months, but I didn't. You don't realize how much you text and how used you are to a whole keyboard until you're yep. trying to do the old T like, nine. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> yep. And I, honestly, I didn't. Not I, necessarily T nine, like the actual A A A B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is the T nine, and that the definition of the T nine. T nine is the was one like where autofill. You yeah, autofill where you just you just type like the basically. What was it? The first letter of the word or some shit like that? I don't remember how it worked. Yeah, it's yeah. But anyway, I I like I say I didn't make it real long because of that and then I was like, "Oh, this isn't so bad not having all the social stuff cluttering me, but I couldn't make it without a keyboard." I uh I would say that I could go either way. I could answer either way on this. Yeah. Of the heart of hearts, I know I could never get off of it completely. No. Because you stay connected to a lot of people. That's what I was getting ready to say. Like, all the communications, like, from our school and the kids, like, that's that's, that's all, that's yeah. all like, a social media. And, thing. like, with what we do I now. I guess I didn't. Well, that, that's what's got me in. If you're not posting or doing yeah. anything. Um, but I would say I could also see where the simplicity of not having it. Oh, yeah. And you're going to see the people you want to see. So I don't know. Oh, for sure. But there we go. That's the choice cut questions of the week for the fellas. Thanks, anonymous person. Yep. And Merkley and Sons, we appreciate your support. 
Bradley and old John boy. Maybe we'll be seeing them real soon. That's what we call a tease in the business. Dave. That's right. Hey, let's hey, hear from is. our buddies at uh, Hope Outdoor Power. Because it is time for the last pass. Let's do it. The last pass is proudly sponsored by our friends at Hofe Outdoor Power. Now let's talk about the current weather situation. It's been all over the map so far. We have had super cold and very mild, some snow and some rain. However, as we all know, conditions can change swiftly here in southern Indiana. Our golden rule is simple. Don't get caught unprepared. It's crucial to act preemptively, especially when it comes to your equipment whether it's your tractor, side-by-side, snowblower, or any other essential gear. Hope Outdoor Power is here to assist you in upgrading your equipment or ensuring that your existing machinery stays in top-notch condition. Visit Hope Outdoor Power today and be well prepared for whatever weather comes our way this year. Appreciate all them fellas over there. Hey, did you see that tractor deal? That uh, what is Jared doing? I know. Did what he get hell? Bradley's permission to uh, do that? I don't know, but I wish I had some extra coin laying around or I'd have went over and picked that baby up. I think he went rogue. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> Last pass. I'll go first. Um, I'm tired. I'm about to go real to tired. I'm real tired, boss. I'm tired. I'm tired of my foot hurting. I'm tired of my ticker beating weird. I'm tired of just feeling like shit. So I'm going to try to make a change, and I have a little bit, some small changes. You know, laying off the old booze. I'm on the wagon still. Like I said earlier, we're 20-some days in right now. But I uh, I don't know. I need to start eating better. Been looking at a lot of uh, recipes on things, you know, eating a lot more chicken, rice, you know, staying away from the preservatives back and on stuff the wagon. like that. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try it a little bit. I got to get my foot healing up before I get back in the gym. I can't. I, I'm not ready to get on the train yet. But uh, uh, once I get my flipper going, I, I, I'd like to get back over to the Y and utilize that, <clears throat> rekindle that relationship with that old elliptical over there. I'm just gonna try. You know, it's baby steps, like we said before. It's you can't jump into something and expect it to stick. So uh we're gonna eat some raw garlic i'm gonna try that out what's that supposed to do for you heart heart health yeah. it's got a lot of stuff yeah. to do for heart health your kind gut, of antioxidant your gut pro- anti-inflammatories there's all kinds the the list of benefits it's a litany of things yeah. dave hmm. but anyway i guess my final thought is is uh don't be afraid to make slight changes you know like in taking yeah just take better care of yourself because you only get one shot at this shit and uh I know hopefully mine's not too late, but yeah, I'm going to try try my damnedest. Anyway, what you got? I can't remember. What's your smokerism? smokerism. You don't have a smokerism? It only lasted for two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, folks at home, breaking down the fourth wall, we got a little new thing called the smokerisms. David has decided to sacrifice his <laughs> final thought each each and every week for a small little philosophical tidbit called smokerism. Unfortunately, today <laughs> there may have been a little bit of uh, lack of planning done, so our lack of remembering. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, for episode two fifteen, where hopefully then these smokerisms will return. Thank now you. back to your regular scheduled broadcast. Oh, thanks, uh, Smoke. Uh, 
You, do you have anything no, you want? Okay. No. No, he's done. That's what well, you got, big fella. Let's wrap it up. Uh, yeah, 2024, uh, off to a hot start. Bingo card is full of shit I did not expect. Um, amazing. I've said it before. I'll continue to say it. The village of people that my wife and I are fortunate to have around us is unreal. Um, it's just crazy. Uh, people that live away from family, away from friends, because you want to live that big city lifestyle, that's fine. You do you. But the first time something comes up in life, and this isn't the first time something's come up in life, but, you know, it's amazing. You know, you ask people, hey, we need you to watch the kids, and they do it at the drop of the hat. And oh, yeah. The biggest thing is you just hope you can repay that favor and kindness, um, and someday when they're in need, you're able to return it to them. But, uh, you know, it's been tough. I know it's been tough for my wife. It's tough to tell the kids. Um, you know, they don't quite understand, and I think that's what makes it tough. Yeah. Um, but, you know, certainly all those people that have reached out, they've called, that texted, that stopped by on uh, Thursday, it's all appreciated. And, um, you know, we always say, like, if the light, if you ever need anything, you just have to reach out. That's right. And uh, there's a... a, a you know, our buddy um, might be, I'm not going to give his name out, Smoke, but he may be involved with an ice company in Jasper um, called Celebration Ice, but I'm not going to say the name. He knows who he is. He's a big fan of the show. His wife had surgery. I think that was, it'll be two weeks now when this airs. Uh, man, we hope everything's going well. That's for sure. Because um, that's, uh, we obviously, we care. And if there's anything we can do... We're in that fight with you. Yeah, certainly don't feel like cool. you're alone in this. That's right. If you've had a rough day and you want to come, you know, sit by a couch guy, even though he doesn't wear pants, just let us know. We yeah. can make that arrangement. We'll probably make it happen. Because um, I know you'll watch the episode, but uh, we appreciate that we were able to help you because that's why we do this. Uh, because that's just why we do it. That's right. That's why we do it. Yeah. Smoker, did the smokerism come back to you? No. Well, no. time to get okay. out of here. Dutchman out.